and gentlemen, and welcome to a bumper edition of Monday Night Gore. Yes, it is bumper edition because it is WrestleMania week, and what a week we have ahead of us. We have the Hall of Fame, we have two nights of TakeOver, we have a uh, Friday night WrestleMania SmackDown edition before heading into two nights of WrestleMania to finish us off before we get into it please do follow us on our social media you can follow us on twitter at monday night gore capital m capital n capital g and you can also follow us on our instagram our instagram is taking off and you want to be a part of it so follow us on that as well monday night gore i am delighted to be joined by my two co-hosts but don't you don't you dare worry andy will be taking us through the second part so you get to hear his dulcet tones as well but uh, <laughs> let's start with robbie edwards robbie how are you this afternoon i am well connor it is the most wonderful time of the year for wrestling it's fans it is oh, very, very well done time. yes yes connor. <laughs> thank you for serenading <laughs> me with that but yes it is it's our christmas for wrestling fans and there's so much to pack in four nights of pure drama emotion running high obviously i'm more excited for take over the mania i've made that abundantly clear i think we've all made that abundantly clear but still i'm equally excited for, for the week ahead and hopefully it's going to be a memorable week with fans obviously returning at mania as well so i'm very excited well that is exactly it fans will be returning for wrestlemania at the raymond james stadium in florida i believe it's going to be about twenty thousand odd fans in there should be a great spectacle unfortunately takeover will not have fans that will be done from where they normally are, the Capital Wrestling Centre, which is a shame. I think it would have worked really well with fans, but we can completely understand. And uh, before we get into it, Mr. Goldman, how are you this afternoon? Good, thank you, Connor. Very, uh, very happy to be doing the pod. It's early, actually. Obviously, we're releasing it later on tonight, but it's an early afternoon for us, gents. Usually, record later on the afternoon, but we had to get it done because there's a lot to get through. Of course, four nights basically to discuss. Um, you know, mania coming up uh, the weekend. But before that, obviously, we've got Standard Deliver, Connor, which I know you're going to take us through on Wednesday and Thursday. Actually, it's going to be the last takeover, um, sorry, last NXT broadcast on their usual Wednesday night slot because as we uh, predicted in the weeks gone past, NXT have officially moved now to Tuesday nights, which kind of ends the Wednesday night wars, which I think is a good thing for us fans because it means we can, you know, take a step back and enjoy both shows for what they are. But um, I agree with Robbie and that I'm slightly more excited for the card that uh, TakeOver boasts, whereas I think for Mania, the, the Edge, they have 25k fans per night, which is obviously really exciting. And it's WrestleMania, so even though the card doesn't really feel so exciting, I know it'll be a great night, a great two nights, because we've got fans coming back. And um, yeah, it's going to be a good good week of wrestling. I'm thoroughly looking forward to talking about it. Certainly will be, Andy. And you are right to mention that NXT will be moving to Tuesday nights from the 13th. Um, and it's also worth mentioning that Impact will be moving from Tuesdays to Thursdays. So it looks like they didn't want to be part of a Tuesday night war. So guys, our wrestling week just gets busier and busier. Basically, every single day we have wrestling, but that is why we watch it. That is why we love it. And we would not want to have it any other way. Right. So without further ado, let's get into NXT TakeOver. I'm going to start with night one before going into night two. But before I do, we had another busy edition of NXT and we had two more matches that were announced one to night one and one to night two so i will start with the new match that has been uh the two new matches actually that have been announced to night one um so the first one i'm going to start with is andy your favorite kushida will be going on in a one-on-one -on -one match with pete dunn now these two were part of the uh the uh the battle battle royal so to speak i think it kind of was in um in addition for places in the gauntlet match it was the uh, the, five, the five of them. Um, 
these two got eliminated actually pretty early on, which surprised me as I thought they would be part of the final five that would go into night one um, for the gauntlet match, um, which means the winner of that gets to face Johnny Gargano for the uh, North American title on night two. But they were both eliminated early, Andy. And now we can see why there's a one-on-one match between the two on night one, Kushida versus Pete Dunne. Where do you think this one's heading? Well, I'm really excited for this one because it feels like two blokes with not really much to do at the minute. We just had um, Kashida come out of uh, his matches with the uh, likes of Gargano and you've just had done uh, unsuccessfully challenged for the NXT title. So I think both guys are not in limbo as such, but they didn't really have a lot going on. And I think whilst it would have been nice to see them in a gauntlet match, I often feel that, you know, at takeovers, one-on-one matches are what people remember a lot of. And I think this is one that we will remember. I like to think it will open the show, perhaps. Um, Kashida and Pete Dunne, it will be an absolute spot fest i'm really really looking forward to it because i think um it will showcase both guys really well and i think triple h will just sort of give him the reins and just say Look, just go for it and put on a good match i think he does that with a lot of these guys um he, reliable performers like Ashida, like pete dunn he'll just say off you go lads tear it up and i think they absolutely will uh, my prediction because of course uh connor you and i we are putting our predictions titles on the line not just for uh takeover but for wrestlemania as well so we've got a lot to get right I, i'm actually going for Kashida. i don't know why mainly because I just love the guy. But I do honestly think that they could do something with him and give him a bit of a more main event spot, which he, we haven't really seen from him yet, whereas Pete Dunne has had this flirting with the main event spot. And, um, you know, he's done well at takeovers in the past. Kashida, you know, he's beaten the likes of The Dream and uh, Pete Dunne has as well. This could be, you know, a mini classic here. I don't know what uh, you and Rob think, but um, I'm going for Kashida, mainly for sentimental reasons, also just to be a bit different, because I think a lot of people would say Pete Dunne for the win here. But, uh, yeah, I'm going for Kashida. Well, before I go to Robbie, I'm actually going to agree with you, Andy. I'm also going to go for Kushida. I think they could do something with him. They don't like letting him lose. I mean, I know he did lose to Johnny Gargano in the North American title but match, but other than that, they don't like to let the man lose. And I'd like to just clarify there, I misspoke. It's actually a six-man gauntlet match on the first night, not a five-man, so that's my apologies. It's six-man, but we will get to that after we get Robbie's predictions. Um, Rob, are you going to go different from, from me and Andy on this one? I am. I'm going to go with Mr. Dunn because I am a huge <laughs> scum. <laughs> I'm a huge, huge fan of Pete Dunn. I think he is a future NXT champion. Obviously, I'm slightly biased because he obviously comes from the same country as myself. He is from Britain. Um, but I think this match could really be a mini classic, as Andy said. I think technically these are two of the best wrestlers uh, in NXT by far, and I think it, they could produce some magic. I really do. I wouldn't Mind if Kushida was the winner, because equally, I agree with both of you, I think he could be pushed more into the main event scene. And I don't particularly like the fact that he will have lost back-to-back takeovers, because obviously he lost um, NXT Vengeance Day to um, Gargano. Obviously, he came out of that match still looking very strong, because I think they went for a good 20 minutes. And I expect this match to go for a good, maybe not 20 minutes, because there are obviously so many matches on that card that could go on for a long period of time. And it's probably not going to be the match at the end of the night that we'll be talking about the most. There won't be much drama, but I'm, I'm excited for it. I agree with Andy. I think open with it because it will set the tone for what's going to be a really, really quality night of wrestling. Is that night one, the Kushida? Um, it is. Yeah. Set the tone with that one. I think it really could be a, a yeah, mini we're classic, going through night said. one. We're going through night one first and then we'll head okay. into night yeah. two. Um, right. Just for the sort of savings of time, um, we're going to go straight into the next match. I won't really bother talking about you know the battle royal that happened we don't really need to know that what we do need to know is we do have a six-man gauntlet match 
on night one. The winner of this will go on to face Johnny Gargano, as I said, on night two for the North American title. The six men we have in there are Isaiah Swerve Scott, Leon Ruff, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis, and Robbie Edwards' new favourite, LA Knight. So, Robbie, as he's your favourite, is he the man you're backing to face Johnny Gargano on night two? I would love to see it because I've fallen in love with LA Knight. I don't know if there's something about him. He has captivated me in his short time in NXT already. But sadly, especially given the fact that he will enter last, it's very rare that usually when you when you draw the last spot, you're going to win. Um, I'm going to back the man that I've been saying for a while is going to go on and become our North American champion. That's Mr. Dexter Loomis. I think he is by far the strongest candidate out of them. Um, the ones in the gauntlet match. I looked at Dunn and Kushida as the other two potential winners, but obviously they've got their own match now. So Loomis, for me, is a strong favourite. Maybe Bronson Reed. I'm a huge fan of him, but I don't think he's quite been pushed to the right level just yet. I feel Loomis has been groomed yeah. for this North American title opportunity. So I think Loomis is my um, is my pick for this one to come out on top. I have to, again, I'm going to be boring. I'm going to have to agree with you, Robbie. I think he is the man to go on to face Gargano. I just loved it. He just stood there just motionless for about half of that match. And everyone looked at him. Even Bronson Reed went up to him and thought about it and then thought, you know what? Don't fancy a bit of that. And I just love that he never seems to break that character. His persona is fantastic. Um, I love how he seems to have infiltrated the way, you know, Austin Theory's got in his head. Indy Hartwell's obsessed with him. I just love the way that they've sort of made that storyline go. And I think that will culminate perfectly on night two. Andy, are you are you joining the Dexter Loomis steam train? Unfortunately for, uh, yeah, for variety's sake, I can't disagree with you, lads. I really do have to go with Dexter Loomis as well. He's been groomed for this title for a long time. A bit like Karrion Cross, He was unlucky to be injured when he did because the chances were he was going to pit for the North American title. But look, I love gauntlet matches simply because they can really make stars. I remember back in SmackDown a couple of years ago, Kofi Kingston really became the star that he was about to, about to become due to his performance in a gauntlet match. I think they're so entertaining. And look, this is what NXT does better than most brands is that it gets guys who are perhaps not doing much and gets them in a match, a high-profile match on a big pay-per-view. A bit like they've done with Dunn and Kushida. They weren't doing anything. What do you do? They put them together. And they've done that here. Um, some great guys in this. Uh, you look at Liam Ruff as a former champion. Uh, LA Knight, as Rob said, is doing great things. And it should be mentioned as well that LA Knight, by virtue of winning the Battle Royal, he'll go in last to the gauntlet match, which gives him the biggest advantage, obviously. And Loomis, I think, is going in uh, second to last. Um, is, yeah. Either way, I think he'll go on and win it. Uh, I think it probably will be Grimes and LA Knight at the, uh, as the last two. Um, but um, either way, I think they could do some really good things with Loomis because, of course, night two, he'll go on and face yeah. uh, um, Gargano, who, you know, we'll talk about that in, in due we'll course. later, yeah. Loomis for me all the way. I think it's going to be interesting because I think there'll be a good showing from all of them. You've got Swerve Scott and Leon Ruff with their little feud. So they're going to be going at it. Probably will end up eliminating each other or or some something along those lines. I think they like Bronson Reed. They're looking to make him better. So I think he's going to have a good showing. Ideally, I also think LA Knight is going to have a good showing. And Cameron Grimes is just going to bring that humour. He's going to try and pay someone to throw himself over the... The, uh, you know, to be to allow him to be pinned or something. Do you know what I mean? He's going to do something along those lines. So I think it's going to be a very entertaining match, but I do have to agree with you. I think Dexter Loomis will pick up the win and go on to face Johnny Gargano um, on night two, which we will come to when we get to night two. And the other matches we will get into right now. So these have been announced for a while. 
You boys have had time to think about it. They've carried on the storylines. And we're going to start with the vacant tag team titles. As I mentioned the week before, Danny Birch um, had a separated shoulder after his tag team match against Karrion Cross and Finn Balor. Very, very sad. I, I thoroughly enjoyed Lorcan and Birch as, as champions, but I believe it's going to be a long time until Danny Birch is back. So they've had to vacate the belts. I do feel very sorry for MSK. They were they were told that they would get a, a tag team title match in, in a one-on-one tag team match after winning the Dusty Rhodes Classic. However, they've been thrown into a triple threat tag team match. It would be MSK versus Legado Del Fantasma versus the Grizzled Young Veterans for the vacant NXT tag team titles. You know this is going to be high-flying, hard-hitting, very, very fast-paced. Be interesting to see where they place this in, in the running of the matches because... You know, do you want to kick it off with complete speed or do you want that in the middle? It's going to be along those lines. Um, I'm going to start with who I think is going to win and then I'll pass it on to you two. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go for the Grizzled Young Veterans. I'm going to go for the Scousers. I'm going to go for our English brothers. I, I love what they do. Um, I don't know if the Americans can understand them, but I certainly can and I absolutely love it. I think they've, they've, they've got the mouth and they've got the skills to back it up. They're obviously very well liked. Both Dusty Rhodes Classics, they've, they've got to the final. Um, unfortunately have lost on both occasions, but are clearly very well liked. Um, we're stuck over in the UK, have been able to get back over and are doing some great work. So for me, I'm going to go for the Grizzled Young Veterans. Andy, what are you thinking, my friend? Uh, I think, you know, by virtue of uh, winning the Dusty Classic, I think you've got to give the rub to MSK. Uh, I think they're really entertaining. They're probably arguably the most over out of the teams uh, in this. You know, I look at Legado del Fantasma and I almost feel like they're there to almost make up the numbers. I'm not as crazy about them as I am about Grizzly Young Veterans and MSK. But um, I think just by virtue of winning the Dusty Classic, the fact they were owed a tag team title match, and couldn't get one because of the unfortunate injury to uh, Birch. I'm going to ask about MSK. I think they're the, light, the likeliest to go on a, a lengthy title run. And eventually, when Birch can come back, I'd love to see a, a match between the two um, teams for, for the uh, Tag Team Championships if MSK do pick up the dub, which I, I expect they will, just because I think uh, Triple H is quite high on them. Although I almost feel like it's the obvious choice. So I think Grizzly Unvection is a great shout from you, Verity. Um, but I will just go MSK just because I'd like to see them win. And I feel like if other other results go the way they might do, um, they need some face champions because we might get, mm. get some heel ones come the end yeah. of uh, both nights. So I'll go MSK. Robbie? I'll go with you. I agree with you, Connor. I want Grizzled Young Veterans to win G-Y-E. I'm here. I'm very high on them. Obviously, again, they're obviously British, and it is funny because I, as like you said, Connor, I can't imagine too many of the Americans can quite understand them all the time. But I think they're very good. They're good on the mic. They're very good in the ring. MSK, I'm still not entirely sure about. They, it is unfortunate. Obviously, they've been denied that that um uh, that opportunity at the belts because obviously they'll be vacated. But I think you could have the Grizzle Young Veterans win this and then you could push MSK a bit more and then they could go on to face Grizzle Young Veterans. Because obviously MSK don't need to be pinned, do they? I, I would, no. It's highly likely that Legado Del Fertasma will take the pin. because they're just. I, I would assume that would be where we're going yeah. with that, yeah. I, I don't, they're not going to win the belts. Assume. Especially given that I don't think their leader is going to... Um, well, he's got a big match. Yeah, we've got a big match. Too, I'd be, I'd be so. shocked if they were to come out of the belts in this one. And I think they're most likely to take the pin because I don't think they'll be too keen on trying to um, damage the reputation of Grizzled Young Veterans or MSK who are mm. both very good tag teams but I'm going to go with Grizzled Young Veterans in this one perfect <clears throat> okay 
So that is where we are with that one. Now on to, I don't know what the order is going to be, but we're going to go on to the next match in the order, I think. And I, I am so, so excited for this match. This match is between Walter and Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT UK title. Love it that they're putting the UK title on on the line at an NXT takeover. I think it's absolutely fantastic. And you know what? I'm still not sure who's going to win. So I'm going to start with you boys. Andy, who do you think is going to win? Well, I love the fact that it's the NXT UK title being defended in America by two non-UK uh, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> who cares? I think it's great. And, um, and probably the winner won't even bother coming back to NXT UK. That's so, right, you know. yeah, that's it. But um, Champ is an interesting choice because, again, you have to look at the fact that why on earth would he challenge for the UK title? But I don't think it's specifically about the title itself. It's more what it represents. It represents greatness yes. and it's Walter's reign, which is a, one of the lengthiest reigns you'll ever see. And he murdered his tag team partner. In, indeed, yeah. And so it's just, it's just a great matchup which i like to see and i think walter to a lot of u.s audiences is still relatively not unknown that's not the right thing but with imperium and the likes you know they, they are accustomed right to though andy i think, I think he is yeah, relatively unknown there is still you are right to say that a, yeah there is a gap needs to be filled in his uh, uh u.s market if you like and i think that he can do that by picking up the win which i think he will do because i just don't see champa becoming the face of nxt uk unless he was to win the belt and then very quickly lose it again which i don't see happening that would sort of hurt champa but he's a uh, champa is in a bit of a limbo right now he's um you know i think that's what walter was picking up on the fact that you know where does he stand the nxt you know everyone else seems to have a very very clear um story whereas uh, champa's the one guy who's almost in a bit of a limbo where does he belong yeah. yada yada and it just seems like a perfect matchup for him and he's someone that has had many a uh, takeover matches and often steals the show and I think he'll want to get Walter over because, again, I feel like Walter is someone that needs that big win uh, on a bigger stage than XT UK to really solidify his reign and take it back mm. when XT UK properly kicks off again, uh, hopefully with fans in the coming months. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go Walter. And it, it's very interesting what you say there, Andy, because Walter is... His reign is it's been so long. I believe it's the longest NXT UK or one of the yeah. longest NXT yeah. UK champion. I think it is the longest. Um, but like but like we mentioned on a couple of pods ago, a lot of that hasn't actually been him doing anything. It, you know, NXT UK has been off the TV and they haven't been able to to do shows, and he has still been the champion. But like you said, Andy, he hasn't really been in the ring. He hasn't really been exposed to an American audience. So it's an absolutely massive match for him. Um, and you know, the whole of Imperium being back on NXT as well, it's massive for him. So you're right. It's a much, much bigger match for Walter, but then you flip it and Tommaso Ciampa is in limbo. You know, where is he heading? He's he's had his shots. He's lost his shots. He's lost Timothy Thatcher. They didn't win the tag team titles. Where is he going? And now he's sort of come into this match and it's a massive match for him as well. I think that's part of the reason why it's so intriguing. Robbie, it's a massive match for both. But if, if Robbie Edwards was standing there, he had a hundred pounds, he had the bookies, Either side of him, not that I condone betting, and you know you can go to any bookmakers you want, <laughs> but you can go one for the for the odds on Walter and one for the odds on Tommaso Champa. Which one are you heading to, my friend? Oh, it is a tough one. First of all, I'm very very excited for this match. I mean, it's going to be hard hitting. I love it when Walter gives someone a massive slap to oh, the chest. Oh, very that satisfying as well. when they were oh bang stiff. It's it's very satisfying when he does that. But arguably, this is his toughest test of his very long. And um, massive title reign. Well, it's up 700 something days now, which can't be far off two years, I think. So um, he's been absolutely flying as champion. And part of me can see Champa winning simply for the reasons you both said that in NXT, I'm not really sure where he's heading at the moment. But then equally, it would be a bit of a step back for him to become the face of NXT UK slightly. And that's no disrespect to NXT UK, but it is kind of seen as a stepping stone into NXT. 
But um, I'm going to back my boy, Walter, because I just love him. Now that the Undisputed Era is in tatters, my, my new favourite faction is Imperium. But without um, Walter, there is no Imperium. They struggled massively yeah. without him on NXT while he was away, stuck in... Bartell and Eichner just aren't quite the same. No, I, I, I like them. <laughs> they're not they're on the just, card, are they? So. It's all about no, Walter. No, they're not. And Wolf about, isn't either. No. Yeah, it's all about Walter. So I'm going to go with him to retain here and continue his reign of dominance, but I expect a highly, highly contested match here. And I could see it go swinging either way, but I'm going to back, back mm. Walter. And for wrestling fans, you did hear me say Alexander Wolf, Alexander Wolf, who was part of Sanity. Remember them? <laughs> Remember yeah, them? Times. Eric Young, Killian Dane. Killian Dane is now on NXT. Eric Young is on Impact. Nikki, Nikki. Cross as well was Nikki. part oh. of that. Oh dear. God knows where <laughs> she is now. Hasn't been seen for years now. So Alexander Wolf has done, done pretty well there. Got himself in a new faction, faction that people enjoy. So uh, fair play. But you're missing my prediction, aren't you, boys? And I'm going to go different from you two. I'm going to go for Tommaso Ciampa. And you say he can't be the face of NXT UK, but hey, listen, remember when Charlotte Flair became the face of NXT for a bit, lifted it right up to lofty heights and then lost the belt and went back to do her own thing. Really? So why can't you do that with Tommaso Ciampa? And then it would allow Walter to move himself over to NXT, which he clearly wants to do. He's clearly done with NXT UK. And then you've got Imperium in NXT. So for me... I'm going to go for Tommaso Ciampa to be a little bit different and because yeah. I think... It's a very good shout, to be yeah. fair. I do want Walter in NXT. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that that I think that's where he wants to head to and I can completely understand. He's had, as you mentioned there, Robbie, nearly two years as, as champion. He's been on there before as well. We saw him live as well at Bournemouth when he... Uh, murdered our truth <laughs> he did <laughs> nice to see him. but uh no I, I think i think tomaso champa picks up the belt and whether he drops it quickly or doesn't i think that will lift him up and it'll also allow walter and imperium their permanent avenue into nxt right nearly done with night one but we're not done just yet because we have the main event of night one it is for the nxt women's championship now they are building this match up so big it was basically the premise of the, the whole nxt on wednesday if you see the takeover poster they are the prominent figure they are both at the top the biggest as well with balor and carrying cross below them right this this has been brewing since war games when raquel gonzalez pinned io shirai in that match um, a phenomenal match and ever since io shirai so she's always, Gonzalez has always been in the back of her head, the one woman that she can't seem to shake. She called out Gonzalez. Gonzalez said, I'll have you. And every time Gonzalez just seemed to get the better of her until the end of NXT on Wednesday when um, Shirai did a little jump off of the rope and, and floored Gonzalez after those two were going back and forth. Shirai went through a wall, went into the railings. I mean, the amount of bumps she took to her head, I'm surprised she didn't get knocked out. Um, Andy, they've bigged this up. It's not going to let us down. There's going to be some shenanigans. Um, what do you think is going to happen? And first of all, are you excited for this match? And are you happy that it's main eventing night one? Yes. And I like to, I don't know about retracting. I still partially agree with what I said last week, but um, I was slightly aggrieved that uh, Bala Cross and Cole O'Reilly would be on the same card on night two. Because I sort of thought, okay, well, one of them is probably going to outshine the other and both deserve the main event spot. Maybe put one of them on night one. However, Having seen NXT this week and the um, the pure shithousery that we saw between Shirai and Gonzalez, it was just so entertaining. It has been such a well-told story. Like you said, kind of war games feels like feels like ages ago now, and and it had this, that's exactly where the seeds were sown. We said it in our post-war game show that we thought that was the direction they were going, and that's exactly what's happened. But it's not as if it's been certainly predictable. 
I've had plenty of twists and turns in in the meantime, and I've really, really enjoyed the storytelling. And um, it is going to be an absolute doozy. I think it could steal the show, and rightly going on last uh, as it should. And it just elevates the women's division as if it needs any more elevating. Uh, I'm going for Gonzalez because I just feel as though. Io Shirai does need to have something else now. I, I, I couldn't see where she would uh, go after this if she was to remain champion. Of course, she could have a new challenger, but I don't see any other woman on the uh, roster that really I could see as a legit challenger. I think Gonzalez is the... Pretty uh, much everyone. Exactly. I, she, bar Gonzalez. And that's why I'm going for Gonzalez for the rub. I just don't really know who Shirai could work with. And in fact, if she was to lose the belt, that would add a new dimension to her character. Who could she work with? She, could she form some sort of a tag team or go for the tag belts? It, it, possibilities are endless. Uh, as long as she doesn't go to Raw, I'm happy. Um, so I'm going for Gonzalez. And I'd love to see we something are. between Kai and uh, Gonzalez as well. Maybe she turns on Kai or Kai turns on her. I don't know. But... Um, Either way, because of course Gonzalez was just initially the henchwoman, you know, for Kai, she whereas was. she's she's turned out to be the star. How will the Kai main, react the to main that? Woman. Exactly. How will Kai react to that? That's what I want to see. Could she even cost Gonzalez a match and Shirai go over? I don't know. It's very unpredictable, but I will go for Gonzalez just because it's what I would like to see. Nothing against Io Shirai, but I just think that more could be done with Gonzalez as champion. Yeah. Io Shirai retaining. Robbie, you know, bar maybe Cole and O'Reilly, it's been the biggest match, you know, built for NXT and to quote a phrase will this match stand and deliver I think it will I think it could be a memorable memorable affair rightfully so the women get to main event one night unlike the women's storylines for Mania this one had been built properly is a proper main event and I'm finding it very very tough to call I have to say I don't have an issue with Shirai continuing as women's champion but I think it would be a huge, huge mistake to have Gonzalez lose. I don't think she would lose clean. The only way I see her losing this is if they decide to pull the trigger on Dakota Kai turning on her now and cost her the match. But equally, I still think that would be a mistake. Mm. She's such an asset, Gonzalez. And I just I think you just need to put the belt on her. And I, I feel bad because I, I love Eoshirai and she's done brilliantly throughout the pandemic as champion. But I think you've always hit on nail there. She's kind of beaten everyone. So where do you go once you've once you've done this? And she's been an incredible women's champion, but I think now is the right time. And you would imagine potentially she could make her way onto the main roster, which scares the absolute shit out of me <laughs> because I, I just worry for her, even though she obviously is so, so talented, but she could well get lost up there. But I'm going to go with Gonzalez because I just think you'd need to put the belt on her. They've built her so well. And if they were to have a lose in any way, whether it's clean or due to shenanigans, I think it would hurt her slightly because they've done a brilliant job of building her up this absolute monster she is a monster she literally decimates people she's in yeah. the ring with obviously she's not going to squash Shirai it would be quite funny if she did I don't <laughs> I don't see it happening Shirai's that good it two be, minute. just she just squashes shocking. yeah shocking. I think it could be uh, we'll get an incredible main event here it probably will steal the show yeah on night two and they deserve this the women of nxt are just incredible and this I, is a match we've been waiting yeah. for so i'm just so excited i think this is going to be unbelievable i think it's going to culminate night one fantastically um i can't wait to see shirai kick out of that power bomb that raquel has done to everybody and i can't wait for raquel to kick out of eo shirai's moonsault yeah. that's finished everyone and and just to see what the extra level is that they can go to we know Raquel Gonzalez can go to extra levels we saw it against Rhea Ripley in that last woman standing match where she literally had to put Rhea Ripley through the floor for Rhea Ripley not to get up 
Shirai's had to dig deep as well in her title reign um, to beat people. So I think it's going to be an absolutely incredible match. Boys, I, I, I can't I can't go against Io Shirai. I'm sorry. I can't. I've, I've tried. I really have, but I can't not back her. I'm going to back Io Shirai. And, and, you know, listeners, please don't get this wrong. If Raquel Gonzalez wins, I'll be more than happy because I, I really do like Raquel Gonzalez. I really do. I think she'll be fantastic if she does take the belt because she's a, an extremely talented wrestler. But I can't. I, I can't. It's like... Betting against Io Shirai is like killing Graham, my cat. Do you know what I mean? I, I just, <laughs> I just can't do it. I can't do it. Why, why would you? I, 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 I just can't. Do you know what I mean? I can't do it. So I'm going to back Io Shirai to win the belt. And I've also got another prediction. I think another one of my favourites is going to return at NXT TakeOver. I think Tegan Knox is going to return. I think oh, she's going to... I think Dakota oh. Kai is... I think Dakota, I think Dakota Kai is going to try and get involved. Io Shirai is going to be up against it, you know, no hope. And Tegan Knox reappears, absolutely destroys Dakota Kai. And then you finally get your one final match between Dakota Kai and mm. Tegan Knox. It's not a bad shout. It's not a bad shout. I mean, that's my coming down the ramp on her return. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Breaks her leg. Raquel just power slams her through the announce table. Does, does her knee again. No, <laughs> hopefully oh, not. But that, that's my little outside bet. I think a return there, and then that takes Dakota Kai out of the equation so that you just have the focus on Shirai and Raquel that's Gonzalez. I think you, I, know, you know Dakota Kai is going to be at ringside. And to be honest, I don't really want her there. She I don't want her there either. I think we'll see oh, a ref a bump as well. I think we'll see a ref bump and then they'll put yeah. some weapons and stuff. And, and I think I think I think that might be a good idea. If you get someone like Tegan Knox returning and just take Dakota Kai out of the equation, then you've got another storyline brewing there, and then you can enjoy that main event. But for me, Io Shirai, my champion, she's gonna retain and let it all continue. Come on, Io Shirai. And that right there, my friends, that culminates night one. So we will swiftly move on to night two because I know Andy is. He's just so excited to take us through the WrestleMania card. Yeah. Man, he just don't want to take up any more of his time. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So we're now moving on to Thursday. Just so you guys know, that is night one. It will be on Wednesday, the 7th of April. We will now be swiftly moving on to night two, which is on Thursday, the 8th of April. And as I mentioned, I said we would start with the new matches that are announced. So we w- so I will do that. There is another new match that was announced on Wednesday for night two. Um, it's for the NXT Women's Tag Team titles. It's between Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon up against The Ways, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Um, Andy, yeah, it's a tag team match. It's uh, good competitors, not going to steal the show, but I guess it's got a place on the TakeOver card. Um, it can't not be Shotzi and Ember, can it? Their reign's just started. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not excited, but I'm not excited, if you know what I mean. It's sort of just there, and I'm fine with it. I think they got to elevate these titles, so putting them on takeover makes sense. Obviously, they're very fresh and new. But that's why I mentioned, if Shirai was to lose the main event of night one... She won't, get her, though, get so her in a tag team. talk about that. Well, if she did, hypothetically, I plonk her in a tag team and maybe help elevate the tag team division, because whilst it's very good, I, I, I don't know if this is necessarily the best match to put on the card, but they've put it on... Indeed, they have. And I will go with Moon and Blackheart. I don't see why they should win the titles and then have them lose them straight away, even though that's what happened with Kai and Gonzalez. Uh, but obviously, it's a different set, set scenario. And I don't know about the way having all the titles, because, of course, we're going to talk about Gargano taking on whoever uh, later on. But, um, yeah, I'll go for Moon and Blackheart to retain. And then as soon as that uh, finishes, I'd like to see a, a bit of a long-term story build for the tag team titles, because they don't want to happen what they've done with the main roster tag team titles, because... They've slightly butchered those, haven't they, really? So, um, yeah, I'll go Moon and Blackheart to retain. 
Robbie, I know you're a huge, huge, huge fan of the way. You absolutely love the way. So I'm, I'm guessing you're going to be backing them for this, aren't you? Certainly not. <laughs> Certainly not. I refuse. No, I, I love. I, I'm indie heart. Well, I'm not quite sure, but I love Candice Ray, and I just want her to break away from those stupid idiots. I know, obviously, she's married to Johnny, so that is difficult for her to just tell her husband to piss off and let me do my own thing. But um. I think they needed to be able to defend the belts at TakeOver. They've literally just introduced them. They've not had enough time to build up any other women's tag teams, which isn't a concern for me because, unlike main roster, I think NXT are brilliant at building up their women. And it won't be long until we have some legitimate teams. But at the moment, Hartwell and the Ray are the obvious candidates to challenge for the belts, but I don't see them coming away with them. It'd be very strange, given what I think will happen in the North American title match as well. I'd be shocked if the way, leave this one with gold around their waists. And I, I like Shotzi and Ember Moon. I, I really do. I like them as a tag team. I think they've got a very good dynamic. They're both extremely talented in the ring. So, yeah, I think get this first proper title defence out of the way. And then, as Andy said, we can see some proper storylines developing. Because you look at this one, it's not the one you look at and you're extremely excited for. I'm sure it'll be a good match. And it's obviously the women of NXT in action again, and they're all absolutely incredible. But we've obviously already seen it once before. But I, I'm glad it's on the card because they needed to put those belts on the card. It would be a yeah. bit of a kick in the face if you yeah. literally just introduced them and then you didn't have them defended over two nights as well, no, which would be a massive kick in the teeth. So, yeah, yeah not excited for it, but I think Shotzi and Ember are going to come out on top in this one. I'm going to go with, agree with both of you, Shotzi and Ember for me. I think they work perfectly together. Um, I think Shotzi Blackheart is one of the most improved superstars on the roster. When I first saw her, I was like, what is this? <laughs> what is she trying to achieve? You know, where is she going? And now I look at her and I think she's a legitimate challenge. I think she's a legitimate competitor for whoever steps in the ring. And, you know, you, you back her in a lot of situations. And even if you don't back her, you always think, oh, she's got an outside chance. So I think she's really improved. And I think Ember is now finding her way again. We were a little bit unsure when she returned. We thought she would go straight for Shirai. That never really happened. Um, but now I think she, she's settling in well again and is, you know, slowly getting better. And she still has one of the best finishers in the game. I mean, that finisher is unbelievable, which I presume she will hit. And that will be what finishes off, off the match. So, yes, I'm, I'm agreeing with both of you. I'm going Shotzi and ember moon right onto one of robbie's favorite one of Rob, well one of robbie's favorite matches on night two because i know he's going to prefer the other one which we'll get to later but it is the ladder match for the nxt cruiserweight championship and wow how nxt have lifted the cruiserweight division poor old santos escobar just plonking along doing his little thing no one was getting very excited and bam they bring back the real cruiserweight champion or the real in inverted commas um, cruiserweight champion Jordan Devlin and the two of them now will go off in a ladder match to decide who is the real NXT cruiserweight champion Santos Escobar had a match on Wednesday a pretty tough match against uh, Tyler Breeze took a lot out of him I wonder whether that will affect him coming into this week but Robbie I know you're very very excited about this match I know you're a massive fan of Jordan Devlin and I also know you like Santos Escobar as well so where 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 are your loyalties lying on this one my friend well, it's not that tough. I was going to say it's tough for me, but it's not. It, it, it has to be Jordan Devlin. I, I do like Escobar. I do. But Jordan Devlin, there's just something about him. He's got that charisma, that personality. He's a bit of an enigma. The arrogance. The arrogance to him. And I, he is someone who I think can properly elevate that cruiserweight division. I think he was starting to do it before, obviously, the, the pandemic hit and ruined everything. But I obviously love it when he headbutts people. I think that is class. I just think, he, I just think he's brilliant. And this match could 
I mean, there's a few show stealers. It could well steal the show. A couple of months ago, I couldn't care less about the cruiserweight cruiserweight division at all. But this is a match that could certainly elevate it. Truly, I just love a ladder match. I'll come on yeah. to it when we talk ladder about Mania. But there's not enough ladder matches used in on the main roster these days. They're just they're just brilliant. And you know, it's just going to be high flying, intense. Going to be some moves. You'll just be like, how on earth have they managed to do that? But um, I'd be shocked if Jordan doesn't come out on top in this one. I'd be extremely shocked because it's no no disrespect to Escobar, but Devlin is just he's just just better. Just more about him, and I think. We've been waiting for a while for him to return and he's got momentum on his side as well, especially after Escobar, literally only a few weeks ago, got destroyed by Karrion Cross as well. And I, I think for Legado, Del Fantasma are going to lose all at um, this takeover. They're not going to win the tag team belts. And I think Escobar is going to lose his cruiserweight title as well, which is sad. But um, John Devlin has to become your true cruiserweight champion. So I'm backing the Irish wizard in this one. Sorry, I completely agree. Sorry, I'm just distracted as I record here in Woking, Surrey, England. It is currently snowing when it was uh, oh my words. when it was sunny yesterday. So sorry about that. I was very intrigued as to how that weather had changed. But no, I completely agree with you, Rob. And I'm actually going to agree with you again. And I'm going to go for Jordan Devlin as well. I think he is the true cruiserweight champion. He never lost it. He then got stuck over in Ireland due to the pandemic. And he's from the same place as me. County Wicklow. Oh. How cute is that? Eh? Oh. Bray, Bray, County Wicklow Island. Me, Jordan Devlin and Finn Balor. All, all in the same place. <laughs> I might have been going along in my little buggy and I look up and Fergal is there. <laughs> little did I know what a man he would become. And Jordan Devlin was just a little bit further down. But no, I digress. But for me, I think a ladder match is the perfect setting for these two. They're high flyers. They're agile. They're relatively small as well. Devlin's quite, you know, relatively small. Um, and I think they're just going to work perfectly. I think they'll work really, really well in tandem. I'm sure, you know, Legado Del Fantasma will try and get involved, but hopefully Devlin just whacks them with a ladder and then they can't get involved. Um, and I think it'll be really good. It'll be high action, fast paced. And it's made me excited about the Cruiserweight division. I want to watch the Cruiserweight division. Andy? Do you want to watch the Cruiserweight division? Yes, I do now. It's been elevated, thank Christ, because it was dying a death for a, <laughs> a long time. I really didn't care. It's interesting you mentioned Devlin from uh, your place in Ireland, because uh, little known fact, the Santos Escobar is actually from Ringwood. So there's a bit of a, <laughs> bit of a fam- family. <laughs> Colin's got his mic on mute for good that's, reason. Yeah, that's just not true. Uh, look, I don't have much to add because you guys have mainly said it. Um, but yeah, I'm going for Devlin as well, full house, because I don't really see why they would... Uh, bring this guy back to elevate the division, which he has done, and then just have him uh, drop the title. I think, you know, he was definitely uh, being groomed to lead the division. Uh, the pandemic happened so that he couldn't do that. But I see no reason why they'd bring him back only to have him lose very quickly to Escobar, who, with respect, hasn't been the most exciting champion of all time. So, uh, yeah, I'm going for Jordan Devlin for a full house on that one. I'm going to play Devil's Africa here. I don't think that's Escobar's no, fault necessarily. No. I just don't think he's had anyone that he can yeah. bounce off. Jordan Devlin's come in and suddenly he's got someone he can bounce off. You know, he can have that charisma. He can have that character. You know, he can be that sneaky champion that he wants to be. But the people with he was working with before, oh my God, like, no offence, but like Jake Atlas, seriously. Yeah. Jesus, the man's got no personality. You know, <laughs> I know they've tried to change Swerve Scott around, but bloody hell, when he faced him, he had nothing about him. Do you know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. nothing. But now he's got someone he can bounce off. He's got someone he can work with, someone who's arrogant, someone who's 
you know, got the confidence that they can beat them. And honestly, it just works for trade. Sometimes it's not about how good you are. It's about how good the other person is and how well you can work together. And and this is why we're so invested in this match, because we know these two will work well together. And maybe this will be it after this ladder match, or maybe they'll go on to have another one if if loads of people really enjoy it. We don't know. But yes, I believe um, Jordan Devlin for me. Right. I don't want to spend too much on this match because purely because we don't know who the competitor is going to be i mean we have guessed who we think it's going to be um but i am talking about the north american title johnny gargano against who we think is going to be dexter loomis but uh we can just talk in sort of generality of johnny gargano um andy is it time now that johnny gargano vacates this belt and gives it to someone who potentially hasn't held it before yeah, I think so. Poor Johnny. He can't, he can't buy a long title ring, can he? Every title ring he has it seems to be very short. Um, but, um, you know, win titles he does, and he obviously elevates those he works with as well. Uh, if we are going for Loomis, I will say Loomis to beat him here as well uh, and and take the NXT uh, North America title. Uh, I love Gargano. He's, he's Mr. Wrestling. He's Johnny Takeover for a reason. He always comes good in these sort of matches. Um, and I think in that position, it'll be good to get a new guy over to uh, to win the belt. And um, I just feel like, you know, this could be a real sleeper match here. We could be resting on our laurels here. This could be a real show stealer as well. Like I said, he's Johnny Takeover. You know, he's got he's got the plaudits for a reason. Um, but I will say he'll take on Loomis and Loomis will beat him for the title. But of course, we don't yeah. know. Either way, I would expect Gargano to lose whoever he faces. It yeah. seems more likely to me. Before we go to Robbie, I'll, I'll, I'll come with mine. I, I think as well, Andy, I think he has elevated this title. Um, he's made it exciting. We know he's going to be good. He's Johnny Takeover for a reason. This man could have a broken arm and he'd still perform really well at a takeover. He just is that good. It, it really is that plain and simple. And I just want to see him work with Dexter Loomis so badly. And that's not, you know, no offence to any of the other superstars in the gauntlet match. They're all very talented superstars, but I want to see him work with Dexter Loomis. I think it will be brilliant. The mind games versus Gargano's arrogance and his cowardness, I think it's just going to work perfectly. However, um, if we are going with Dexter Loomis, which, which we said we would, because that's who we've gone for, I think Loomis will win. Um, but again, uh, there's so many matches on night two that could steal the show. I mean, we haven't even got to the match that I think he is going to steal the show. Um, but again, this one could be fantastic. But I think Johnny Gargano is an excellent worker. He's going to put in a great performance because he's Johnny Takeover. But ultimately, I do think his time has come. Mr. Robbie Edwards, I see you thinking nice and hard in the bottom of my screen as we record over Zoom. What are you? What, what's going on in that brain of yours, my friend? Not much, to be honest. I was just staring into space. Uh, this is quite easy for me. I mean, you boys both said it. Loomis wins and Loomis takes the belt. I'd be shocked if he fails to take the belt off Gorgano. And this is no disrespect. I can be quite critical of Johnny at times, but in terms of in-ring ability, there are few, if any, better on NXT. He is exceptional and he produces brilliant and memorable matches. You only have to look at his one with Kushida at the previous pay-per-view, which was an incredible matchup. But again... As Andy said, it is a bit sad almost because he's been with NXT for so long and he hasn't had really a long title reign. When he won the NXT Championship, he had it for, I think, like 70 days. And then obviously Adam took it off him and went on that incredible, incredible reign. But he has always felt kind of like a short-term champion. And we've already said already that Loomis has been groomed for this for a long, long time. And I think it is the right time. And Loomis is the right person to give the belt to. And also it would mean with my predictions that the way would leave with nothing, which would be quite funny because the way <laughs> doesn't work. There is the way, wait home, you fools. But yeah, that's <laughs> I, don't, I just can't, I can't, the way just doesn't really appeal to me at the moment. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's a shame. 
but uh, I just can't get the way at the moment. And I love Dexter Loomis, so it's got to be Loomis for me. Could be, could, it could be Isaiah Swerve Scott, which would be funny. Leon Roth wins <laughs> again. <laughs> They've got their own little feud going. Those yeah. two, well, they're fine. Um, but Andy, I think we need to clip that up there. The way home, you fools, and stick that into our jingle. Very nice there from <laughs> the Robbie. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Right, moving swiftly on. Now, I've decided to mix it up here. The next one we are going to, the next match we're going to talk about is the is the actual main event of night two. <gasps> the reason I've decided to mix it up is because I don't think for me it shouldn't be it shouldn't be main event of night two purely because of the other match that we will come to. The match I'm talking about is for the NXT Championship between the champion Finn Balor and the challenger Karrion Cross. Now before we get into this match, I don't mean to poo poo night two takeover here, but I'm not excited for this. I'm not. I'm not. I've I've lost a hell of a lot of interest in Karrion Cross. A hell of a lot of interest. He was hotness personified before he got injured. And now I'm not saying it's his fault. Of course, it's not his fault. Injuries happen. But since he has come back, I feel he has lost all of his momentum. He has lost all of his fear factor. And he has lost all of his excitement. And I will not accept anything other than a Finn Balor win. Because I... I, I I do not want Karen Cross as my next NXT champion. I really, really don't. Maybe, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm being a negative Nelly. I don't know. But for me, I want Finn Balor to retain. I want him to do it cleanly. And then they need to have a look at doing something else with Karen Cross because it was working before. But for me now, it's just not working. It just isn't working. I was speaking to a good friend of the podcast, Ian Dander. He agreed with me as well. We've just lost a lot of interest in Karen Cross and Finn Balor has just gone on leaps and bounds. Finn Balor has gone from the man that I felt was missing something to now being the prince, the man of NXT, the man I want to carry that title around. And Karen Cross has gone completely the other way from being hotness personified to missing that something. Rob, am I just being extra negative or, you know, where, no, where do you sort of see this? Match? No, I completely agree with you. I, I still like Karen Cross and I still believe there is a superstar there. I Every time his entrance, every time he does his entrance, I'm I'm in awe because that entrance is class. But since he's come back, he's not. We really had a match where we thought, "There's your NXT champion." He obviously squashed Damian Priest, who obviously then went off to main roster. He's had his thing with Escobar, which is just stupid. That, that's not how you build a challenger for NXT championship. And yeah, I just he has lost a lot of momentum. It is difficult, especially. I mean, he held the title for one day and they got injured. And he was in the prime of his career, really. He was on an all-time high. Everyone was shocked when he beat Lee. But couldn't really argue with it because he was that good at the time. But, yeah, he has lost a lot of momentum. And on the other hand, Finn, I feel, is just getting started. Everyone's fallen in love with him. Again, he is the prince of NXT. And I don't think anyone really wants to see him lose the belt. I know Alex McCarthy's been very vocal on Twitter saying he does not want to see Balor drop the title to cross. And especially given that I think the women's main title is going to change hands, I think this one will stay... The same, and I agree with you. It's the match we're going to come on to after that I think should main event potentially because it's had better build. But it, I'm sure I'm still excited for this match. We could well see the demon return. Obviously, they've not said anything about it, and rightfully so. Unlike WWE, who just announced he's going to turn up, which we don't want. We want to be shocked. And if the demon turns up, then obviously Cross isn't going to win because if he pinned the demon, then hell would just freeze over. And this is Triple H in charge. It's not Vince. He's not going to have a moment. He's not going to have a lapse. Just like, oh, it's a bit funny when I have the demon lose. But um, sorry, I was waffling there. I do apologise. But yeah, I, I, I can't see. It has, it has to be Finn for me. I, can't, I don't think he'll have too many issues. He's only getting started. I mean, yeah. there are more people I want to see him face. Potentially if Walter 
was to come over. I mean, they teased their match last year, yeah. NXT TakeOver Dublin, which never happened. So there are more people I want to see him face. He's just getting started. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a Finn Balor retained for me here. I agree. And, and I know I sounded very negative on, on Karrion Cross there. He, you know, like you mentioned there, Robbie, he does still have one of the coolest entrances. Him and Scarlett work perfectly together. I just feel that the Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly stuff went on too long. And then that meant that Karrion Cross, like you said there, had to do something else. And then just kind of got thrown into something with Santos Escobar. And I think that just that just completely lost it a bit while Bala was off doing his stuff with Kyle O'Reilly. Um, but I don't know. I'm just I'm just not excited. Andy, um, for you, you know, what, what do you think about Karen Cross? Because I, I feel like I've just poo-pooed it a bit there and I've sort of gone all negative on it. But you know, you know, and I don't I don't mean to do that. So first of all, how do you think Karen Cross has been since coming back from injury and where do you see this match going? I, I know what you're both saying. I really do. Um, he, I don't, he did lose a lot of momentum. That's an issue with injuries. And that has nothing to do with him. That's not his fault. Uh, and I also agree that I think the O'Reilly Ballas stuff did overshadow him coming back. And he became pretty much an afterthought, which uh, is a shame because he obviously left as the NXT champion. And all of a sudden, he's being thrown into stuff with the Cruiserweight champion. It feels a bit, it feels a bit like an under, uh, under use of talent. And I think, therefore, he lost all his momentum because he was in an angle with someone who, let's face it, until John Devlin turned up, wasn't really doing anything. And so I um, I have to agree with you, lads, that the only logical choice here is Balor because he is someone that has been doing it consistently since he won the belt. He's been getting better and better as time got on. And the old Finn Balor that we all knew and loved back in uh, 2015-ish uh, NXT time. And um, I just look at Cross and I do think, are you really the guy to take the belt off this current Finn Balor? year ago I'd have said yeah now I'm going to say no and um, that's again that's no fault of Cross I just think he's been handled wrong when he's come back I wonder if they've they should have brought him back when they did even though he's fit and healthy I wonder whether they should have done that Um, so yeah it's a really difficult one on paper though this will be a great great match the actual match itself will be great and thoroughly entertaining Uh, a lot of near near falls a lot of high spots so that'll be a sheer pleasure to watch but um, I do wonder that it might be yeah, completely outshined by the match we're going to talk about next, uh, which will probably steal the show. And by the show, I mean probably night one and night two, really, and is the real mm. main event. That's why I'm quite annoyed almost that they're on the same night, yeah. because I do feel like it will underserve yeah, one or the other. But um, yeah, I'm going for Balor just because he deserves to win, let's yeah. be honest. You're, you're right, but then you've got to look at it and you think the way they've built that women's match to then put... Oh, the- yeah the yeah. match we were about to come on to on the same night would just been, been a bit silly, wouldn't it yeah. really? Um, but yeah, we're all going Finn Balor, my boy from Bray County, Wicklow Island, me, him, Jordan Devlin, the real dream team. We're the next, we're the next trio to hit NXT. We're the boys. No. They're finding me a title to go after. I'll be going after the North American title. <laughs> and then we are all champions. <laughs> right. On to the real match for us on night two. And my goodness, gentlemen, I am so, so, so excited. An unsanctioned match. Regal has washed his hands. He's just gone, you know what, boys? Go do what you got to do. I don't want to be a part of it. And I love it. 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 It's between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. The UE is over, Robbie. Dry those tears. Get yourself a new T-shirt because they are done. And what a way to culminate this will be. This is going to be hard hitting. There's going to be blood. There's going to be sweat. There's going to be tears. There's going to be broken bones, ripped muscles. And I'm all for it. Robbie, 
have those tears dried? Are you going to be able to watch it without getting a broken heart? And if I can push you for an answer on who you think will walk away the winner of this unsanctioned match on night two of NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver. I'm dreading it, not a lie to you. Absolutely. I've never dreaded a wrestling. It's going to be absolutely incredible. I'm equally excited, but I'm dreading it because it literally is the end of an era. No pun intended. Um, I feel it may break me because it's it's just so emotional. As I said, I want blood. I want tears. I want Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels vibes. Tears in their eyes. The end. <laughs> so sad. As Adam but, yeah. Cole delivers that Panama sunrise. To well, I, I, think, I think Kyle is going to get the dub. Here, I think they're very high on Kyle okay. as a little baby face. And it pains you to say that because Adam is, is my all-time favourite wrestler. I, I love him to absolute pieces. There is no one cooler. And in ring, he's just brilliant. And that Panama Sunrise, I just love it. The last shot as well. He's just he's just brilliant, Adam Cole. But um, he's pretty much done everything in NXT now. And I think Kyle is just getting started as a singles competitor. Obviously, failed in his pursuit of um, the NXT title first time around, but this would always be a huge statement if he was to beat the longest reigning ever NXT champion. But this is going to be a brutal, brutal affair. And like you say, Andy, because Andy and Connor, sorry, they were brothers. They were brothers for the best part of they were. Three, three years, I think. Because obviously yeah. they, obviously strong during later down the line, but O'Reilly and Fish, yeah. obviously Fish is just nowhere to be seen. We don't know where Bobby is. Less of, I'd, quite like to see, I'd like to see Fish her. and Strong rock up halfway through the match and they'll kind of just look at Adam and say, what? why did you do this to us? This is interesting, and I'll come to this after I get Andy's, pred- uh, Andy's prediction, but obviously Roderick Strong lost to Cameron Grimes earlier on NXT and then took himself out of that um, battle royal for the gauntlet match. And when Mackenzie tried to chase him out, he basically said, I'm done. I'm finished. And he, he left with his bag, but he's not finished. He'll be there somewhere lurking, trying to do something. And, and I hope to see fish return as well. We don't know the status. He might be very badly injured, but I want to know what he feels about all this. You know, when he, when he was there, you know, everyone was happy and they were winning war games and they were so cool. And he picked up that injury and he's gone away. And when he comes back, it's like a burning building. Everyone's gone. I mean, it's, it's incredible, but Andy, you mentioned it there. You, you know, you, you think this could steal the whole of takeover. I'm going to throw it out there and say it's going to steal the whole of takeover this is the match that i'm the most excited for and i'm very excited for the women's match don't get me wrong but this is the match that i'm heavily heavily invested in but are you going for cole or are you going for o'reilly i'm going for kyle o'reilly uh for a very specific reason actually i think it almost has more to do with cole than as o'reilly in fairness because i feel as rob said rightly he's done everything cole he's done everything he's beaten more or less everyone he's won everything he's been the cornerstone of nxt for so long the ue he was the leader and it's just a natural progression for one of the underlings to just come up and, 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 and just take what's his, his spot in NXT, which I think he deserves. He's had some great singles matches before, and this will be no different. I mean, the, the possibilities are endless here. The unsanctioned rule it just makes it 10 times more exciting. I'm really, really, really thrilled that they've done that. And to be fair, a singles match would have been fine, would have, would have sufficed. I'd have been more than happy to see a one-on-one uh, run-of-the-mill singles match. But the unsanctioned, you just get to go oh, around a level. Yeah, get a whole new level. You know, they can go on the outside, in the crowd, whatever. It's just, um, it, it really does set the taste buds tingling in my mouth because it, it, you know it's going to steal the show and you know that mm. both men involved um, 
because they're friends in real life and because they've worked together for so long, they know exactly how to make it to the tick. And I think they'll mm. just go all guns blazing. They'll know exactly what the other's going to do. There'll be great symmetry in the match. And um, I, think it, I think it will still take over. But I think O'Reilly does deserve the rub. And I think yeah. he'll go on to have a, a singles push now. Because I mean, oh, imagine you know, imagine imagine Kyle O'Reilly in a high spot a couple of years oh, ago. Wouldn't I wouldn't have thought what. that. But amazing. Hey, why not? But you mentioned it there, don't you, Andy? Sometimes you know, wrestling they put stipulations in for the sake of putting stipulations in. But this stipulation is just perfect. It's like they picked the perfect one and they've gone right. That's the match for that stipulation, and it just. It's just going to add to it, I think. It's just going to add to it. And the fact that they they were attacking each other when Kyle was training in his uh, in his gym and uh, Cole just turned up and started attacking him. Little things like that, you know, just gets you excited. The, the amazing promos that they did on Wednesday as well. Oh, just brilliant. You know, the way that they threw back to the snapshots and talked through the history. Little things like that, you know. Some people say, "Oh no, they didn't. They didn't turn up on NXT." Sometimes you don't need to. You just need a little promo like that, and that just gets you hooked. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to be boring, and I'm going to agree with both of you. I'm going to go for Kyle O'Reilly as well. I think it is now his time. Um, he's waited in the wings long enough. Adam Cole has done everything, and I, they'll find something else for Adam Cole to do. I mean, we we always say, oh, is he done with NXT now? Is he done with NXT? And then he just bang, he just appears somewhere else and bang, he just appears somewhere else again because he really is that good. And I don't want him to move on to the main roster because he'll just get lost. No. And that, you know, we just we just don't want to see that. But for me, that this match will steal the show. It will steal the show. It will steal the whole two nights of NXT TakeOver. And I just can't see it letting us down. There are some matches where I think, oh, Oh, they've built that up a lot. Oh, I'm very excited for this. Is this going to let me down? But I just, maybe I don't want to speak too soon or ruin it, but I just, I can't see it. I can't see this match letting letting it down. And for me, it should be main event. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Finn. I'm sorry, Carrion. But this, this should be the main event. But hey-ho, it's not. But they have to make sure, like you said, Andy, they have to make sure that they place this very yeah. carefully in the running order of matches because you don't want to be too tired out for when you get to the final match you know, your main event of the two nights. Right, boys, I'm going to put you on the spot before I hand over to Andy. I want to get your top three matches that you're most excited for for TakeOver. Um, potentially in order, but if not in order, because I understand I've just put you on the spot. Um, not It doesn't have to be particularly in order, but the three matches that you're the most excited for. Um, I'll start at number three. For me, it's the NXT UK match, title match between Walter and Tommaso Ciampa. I'm just really thrilled to see these these guys work together. Um, really excited to see Walter. And and tough to call. I know I went for Champa, but I really don't know who's going to win. My number two is the women's match, Shirai versus Gonzalez. Built absolutely perfectly. And my queen, Io Shirai, is going to retain. Don't care what you two say. And of course, the unsanctioned match at number one. That has to be the main one, the best one. Robbie? Uh, well, I'm very, very boring. I've got a different one at number three, actually. It's a toss-up between the NXT UK Championship match, but I'm going to go with the ladder match, number three, because I just think it could be just incredible. I love a ladder match. I do. Pisses me off that, once again, it seems we're not going to get one at Mania, which is just a farce, because they're just so good. If you've lost for ideas, you haven't built a story, just shut them all in a ladder match. It's not hard. They're just brilliant, aren't they? Seeing people fly off the top of a ladder and land for a table or something brilliant isn't it i don't know why they don't do enough of them but yeah that's my number three uh number two same as you women's match uh deservedly main event on night one and will probably steal the show 
on night one and uh, the match I think everyone's most excited for is that unsanctioned match which has just been built superbly the video package they did on uh, last week's episode which is just incredible they're brilliant in the video packages NXT I have to say they get them bang on so um, hats off to the, the media department who sort all of that out because they're brilliant at doing them but it's just I'm going to be very sad come the end of it but also enjoy because it will be such an incredible event. I've just gutted that there are no fans there. I think you should take the fans away from Mania and send them to TakeOver because it deserves it because TakeOver is brilliant and now we're going to have to sit here and discuss WrestleMania. But sorry, I'm putting a damp on things, but yeah. Can imagine I'm- once when the uh, O'Reilly Cole match is over, we just ring Robbie and he's just crying. I, get, I think I will cry. Together. I can see myself crying. In his UE t-shirt with, with yeah. the, 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 the tear stains on there. I know, it's very, very sad. Sorry, we are rattling on. Andy, your top three matches you think are going to steal the show. Yeah, three I'm going to give the rub actually to the Gauntlet match. I love a Gauntlet match. It allows for heroes to be made. I love it. I love the format. Okay. And number two, uh, women's match. Again, it's quite tight here. It could have been number one. Uh, but number one has to be the unsanctioned match because, Jesus, they will uh, <laughs> burn the house down, as we want to see. Exactly that, my friends. And we will be back reviewing NXT TakeOver as well as WrestleMania. Just so you know, night one is the 7th, Wednesday, the 7th of April. And night two is Thursday, the 8th of April. Before we then have a WrestleMania-themed Friday Night Smackdown before heading into Saturday and Sunday WrestleMania. So without further ado, we will hand over to the wonderful, the beautiful, the handsome, the charismatic, our host of Monday Night Gore, Mr. Andy Goldman. Thank you, Connor. Right. Let's get this crap over, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Mania 37 emanating from Raymond James Stadium in Florida, April 10th and 11th. That's Saturday and Sunday, respectively. 25K fans per night, separated by pods. All very well and good, I think. I'm actually more excited to see the fans than I'm most of the card here, genuinely. And look, lads, we spent a lot of time talking about NXT, mainly because it's just a far more exciting card to talk about. So some of these matches we are not going to discuss. I simply want your prediction, and that is that. Uh, but some of them we will talk in more detail about because some matches on here, you know, they will be good and they are very much an enjoyable build to them, uh, although there'll be a lot less of those than most. Uh, we're going to start... Oh, Jesus. We're going to start with Bad Bunny. Oh, fuck off. Uh, no, we don't, we're not talking. We're, <laughs> we're not. Right, let's take it on The Miz in a match that's uh, existing. And you know what, lads? I'm actually going to go for The Miz because yeah. whenever they do these celebrity mania matches, celebrity always wins, okay? Uh, Lawrence Taylor beat Bam Bam Bigelow back in the day. Floyd Mayweather beat Big Show back in the day. Maria Menounos won a match back in the day. And you know what? I'm sure Bad Bunny, apparently Bad Bunny's been busting his ass at Performance Center. So fair play to the guy. And actually, he's quite entertaining. You know, he's, he's not, he's, he's, I like him. But I think if you, if The Miz loses, I'll just be so sad. But I think he probably will. But I, I'm not, I'm going to predict I want The Miz to win just because I'm just going to give all my good omens to uh, uh, Mike Mizan. And uh, Robbie? I mean, do I go with my head or do I go with my heart? <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go for The Miz, even though he's not going to win. <laughs> Cause he's just, but I just, I feel so bad for the bloke. I really, really do. I mean, Miz has obviously had so many WrestleMania moments, but still, he deserves better than this. And I, I know maybe I'm being harsh to Bad Bunny, but it's the fact that he's on the Mania card, but there are people, such as Andrade, who's just left. Alistair Black's nowhere in sight, but yet someone called Bad Bunny can make it onto the Mania card. It just irritates me a bit. And I, I'm not excited for it at all. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm excited for it at all. I, I hope it's a... Oh, I, I, 
I, I don't care. I'm not a big fan anymore. I hope the Miz wins, even though he's not going to. So I'm going to go Miz. Go on. I'll wrap this up fairly quickly, but if you listen to any of the professional wrestlers, they say The Miz is one of the hardest workers. He puts in all the hours, puts in all the effort, performs to the top of his ability, is the most entertaining, and this is how they fucking repay him. It's an absolute fucking piss take. Is he going to win? No, he's fucking not. They'll probably give it to Bad Bunny. So you know what, Andy? Put fucking Bad Bunny down because they're just going to shit on The Miz yet again. I love you, Mike. I love you. You deserve better. Oh. I hope I hope it's a good match. Actually, I hope it's a good. I don't match care them. about it, and I don't care. I just why have they got to do the Miz? I mean, you know what I mean. It just Miz might see it as made he's a getting a spot on WrestleMania uh, against the champion high profile two weeks ago. I know, I know, but, what, I'm, but I, he might see the benefits. He might see it as. Taking I hope he does. You know what? I really in, hope he does. You know, because I like him. I yeah. really like the Miz, and he'll get a good payday for it. Hundred percent. And we've not even. I thought we were going to have a tag team. Priest is he's not even on the card, Damien oh. Priest, it seems. Well, he will be what? in his corner as much. Another reason. Another reason why another reason why I don't want Adam Cole or Io Shirai to move up to no, the main roster because that's what will happen. Place. It's an awful place. All right. Uh this actually th- th- you know what? This match intrigues me. Whilst the build hasn't been great, it intrigues me. It is New Day taking on AJ Styles and Omos, the uh, giant man. Uh, and, you know, this is his debut, and that's what intrigues me. Omos is the only reason I'm really intrigued by this match, and I I, I don't want to slam it too hard, but it hasn't been built great. But you know what? Again, it's just a, it's, it's an interesting match based on the individuals involved. AJ Styles is great, and Omos, uh, very interesting. He's been well well booked. He's, he's being booked as a real scary man, and I like scary men yeah. wrestling. So I'm going for Styles and Omos to actually win the tag team titles because I think it's more likely that they'll do that because the New Day, as much as we love them, they've won the titles about 8,000 times. So there's no need to really have them uh, win over here. Uh, Connor, what do you think? I completely agree, Andy. Styles and Omos, I feel like the New Day are holding the belts until WWE find a new tag team that can take them. Um, fair play to the New Day. They always perform. I think since Xavier Woods has come back from injury, he's been putting on the best showings I've ever seen. Kofi Kingston is a safe pair of hands. They'll put in a good match, but I don't think that they're long-term champions. So why not give it to Styles and Omos? Bob! Yeah, I'm like you, Andy. I'm intrigued. I'm not going to lie. I'm not really excited yeah. about it. I mean, just intrigued to see Omos in the, in the ring. Yeah. I still believe Styles deserves better. Um, Obviously, a lot of people thought him and Triple H were going to have something, but Triple H was going to miss Mania again, I believe, because he feels... He's just not in the, the right form to wrestle, which is fair play to him. He wants to focus on NXT, which I very much respect. Of course, he's not done, and we will see him again, I'm sure, on the grandest stage for at some point. But it's a bit disappointing the Stars in a tag team match. But AJ Styles hasn't won tag team gold, I believe, in WWE. So that'd be something for him to put on his record. And yeah, I, I, I don't hate the UJ, but it has got to the point where they do just put the belts on for them for the sake of it, which, yeah, I understand because they are a safe pair of hands and they've got literally no one else. They obviously, the Hurt no, Business exactly. has gone to shit, which we'll come on to in a bit. And I mean, Lucha House Party with the other ones involved. <laughs> it's such a oh. mess. But yeah, I just think I'd be shocked if Omos in his in-ring debut doesn't come away with gold in this one. So yeah, I'm intrigued by it, but... It's not going to be a show, Steve. I don't know how good Omos is going to be in the ring. I'm fascinated to see because they've teased it for a while and I just want to glad to see him in the ring. He could be absolutely woeful and he could be absolutely terrible, which would be quite funny. He just can't wrestle at all. It'd be yeah. hilarious. But I imagine he must be on some degree level. 
because it'd be very stupid to put him on the main card if he's not ready. So we'll have to wait and see. But I'm intrigued with, yeah. um, intrigued by it like you two. All right. Now we're coming to another match, which, again, I, I don't know about, but based on the individuals involved, I am intrigued, and the stipulation is intriguing as well. Steel cage match between Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon. On, on, on paper, I shouldn't be looking forward to this match, but I kind of am, just because Shane McMahon at WrestleMania always does well. I mean, he always puts on a great show. I mean, Miz versus Shane a couple of years back was class. Really enjoyed it. Miz versus AJ Styles was great. Miz versus, uh, sorry, excuse me, um, Shane versus The Undertaker was great. And so I don't, I don't really have any bad things to say about this one, other than it's a, it's a weird thing that they're building a WrestleMania feud off the fact that Shane McMahon calls Braun Strowman stupid. That is literally the basis of his feud. <laughs> that's all that's happened. That this is the level of, of creativity that WWE have on the main roster. Two men are fighting because one of them says he's. Can we um, just... we discuss the the steam train noises that brought the fair, Andy? I was didn't hoping it, we wouldn't, it, rather, if I'm being honest. Didn't it start though? Didn't it start because he didn't get put in the elimination chamber? Because uh, yeah, maybe yeah. Because he was because he was like. <laughs> I'm a former champion. And that was how it started. Shane said, well, you're stupid because I said former WWE champions, not WWE, <laughs> not universe champions. Mate, you laugh, but that is exactly how it started. And then it all went from there since. And then he got his little report card out and started. But on the flip yeah, side, teachers. both men are entertaining. And I think on the grand stage, they'll put on a good show. A steel cage as well is fun and we don't see enough of them. So uh, I'm going to go for Braun here because I feel like Shane won his last Mania match. And Braun does need something now because he has been in the peripheral uh, for a while. Um, so I'll go Braun to win the match. Uh, Connor, very quickly, who you got? I'm going Shane O'Mac. Okay. He's the man that when he disappears and comes back, I realise I've missed him out of my life because he's yeah. brilliant. So Definitely. for me, I'm going Shane O'Mac. Bobbitt. Thank you for calling me that. <laughs> um, I'll go Braun just because I feel so bad for Braun. He yeah. just never gets the rub of the green. It's not too long ago he's Universal Champion, but even as champion, he was not really champion. If one of his main defences was a handicap match against Miz and Morris. <laughs> he nearly oh, lost. Because um, Miz pulled off Morris. Oh, God. It's just, I'm not particularly excited for this match, Andy, but it could well be become one of the best ones. Because you know Shane O'Mac. You know Shane's going to like throw himself off the top yeah, of the steel cage. Off, yeah. So it could well end and up Braun's being in great shape. He's he lost is. a lot of weight. I do just feel awful. At least Braun's on the card and he's not in the crappy um, Battle Royal. What's up, Andy? I've just thought of something that might happen, actually. So if you escape the steel cage, you win, right? Yeah. Shane loves the WrestleMania bump. I think actually what could happen is they get they both get to the top of the steel cage and Strowman like choke slams Shane off onto the announce table, but Shane wins because he gets he to the cage first. And Shit. then they carry on with the whole dumb thing. Can I change my prediction? And then Shane I might have to comes change. out on Monday you know going, you're, you're so stupid. You know what? I go, do you remember he don't did even it. know the rules. Him and Miz had one, didn't they? Mum the bank. And Miz was holding onto his shirt and he just his shirt fell off, so he fell to the bottom and got out. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll go going, Shane as well. I'll go to Shane then. And it would be they just will stiff brawn. It would be just typical W stiff ball yeah. brawn. I'm surprised right. he hasn't tried to leave. I'm I don't know why he's still there, bless him. So he gets treated like absolute Money, crap. Yeah. Uh right. Okay. So we yeah, true. We've all gone for Shane then because he's yeah. a crafty, crafty veteran of Shane. Uh, right now, actually, a match that I am looking forward to and has been built very well and should be given plaudits. Uh, this is Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. No title, no gimmicks, straight up singles match. Cesaro's first singles match on WrestleMania. I can't uh, believe that. I know. First one. That's a fucking joke. Sorry. Well, the man's had <laughs> a 
a mixed Mania experience. He's had tag team matches at Mania. He's also won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal back lost, when it meant something. Um, he lost to a little boy in tag team <laughs> Nicholas. <laughs> John Cone's lost, son. <laughs> lost to a child. Uh, but, you know, nonetheless, he's got a Mania match against someone that we know has great WrestleMania history and will elevate Cesaro. And I'm thoroughly looking forward to this match for those reasons. And I will say Cesaro for the win. Because uh, why the hell not? Uh, push the man. It's his time to shine. Uh, Rob, what do you reckon? Ooh, tough for me. Uh, aside from the main event, this is the match I'm most excited for. It's one of the few, as you said, Andy, that has had a decent build. SmackDown's actually done a good job of building some of their matches. And they've built this one very well. It's been a few which I've thoroughly enjoyed. And this match, they should get 20 minutes or so because they, they should burn the house down. I think everyone knows it. I've seen it on social media. Burn say, it down. You know, I'm critical of Seth, but I'm glad he's obviously got his music back. And I do love him. And you just know he's, he's just incredible in the ring, isn't he? I love the suits he has. They're just, they're just funny. Good, good from Seth. Good to see becoming a dad has made him a better person. Yeah. But um, it's a tough one. Do I go with head or heart? Because obviously Seth lost last year. Would they have him lose at back-to-back manias? I'm not too sure. But obviously I, I love Cesaro to pieces. And it is a absolute farce this is his first singles match considering how long he's been around it is a joke this is his first singles match but it's a quality singles match he's been put in a singles match with one of the best Seth Rollins is one of the best so I'm going to go with my heart and say Cesaro and I want to see Cesaro gunning for Roman Reigns at some point later down the line there are a lot of people I see as potential challenges on Smackdown and Cesaro Reigns will be something I don't think we've ever seen before so having picking up the dub over Reigns uh, not Reigns over Rollins at Mania they're moving on Equally, I want to see Seth versus uh, Reigns as well at some point. So it could go either way, and I wouldn't be too disappointed if Seth was to win, but I'm going to go with Cesaro in this one. All right. Connor, very quickly, who you got? Uh, I'm, I love it. Love. So excited for this match. Um, and it just shows sometimes on a Mania card, you don't need a title involved to have a really good match, and I'm really looking forward to this match. I am going to go for Seth Rollins, purely because I see Rollins being one of the next challenges for the title with his new sort of gimmick and you know the way he's going i could see him being a, a money in the bank challenger for whoever leaves as um as a universal champion um however i don't think this is the end for cesaro by a long shot and i think they definitely have plans for him i can see him going on a on a really good run even if he is to lose um but yeah for me i think seth rollins will win Okay. Sorry. And if we, you mentioned, I'm actually quite excited for Money Bank this year because I think Kevin o, Kevin Owens brought it up the other day, which I thoroughly enjoyed looking to the future. I think there are mainly SmackDown. SmackDown's got quite a few people who could win that Money in the Bank KO, Cesaro, Rollins, Shinsuke. So they've got a few names there who would actually be credible people to have that briefcase, not some of the shits that we've had recently. So sorry, I just wanted to put that in there. No, very, very well, very well said. And yeah, Andy, what about you? For Cesaro, oh, Cesaro, 100% Cesaro, Cesaro. Yeah, yeah, no, I said that right at the start because I just feel I don't know how he can, how they could go any other way. I feel like he's been booked so well and the fans have been behind this guy for seven years. Years. Seven years. I think you'll see him get a fat off pop from the fans. Oh, I yeah. really do. Yeah. I just remember him saying how, you know, he was talking, saying how in Switzerland he's not really known and he only got noticed because. The Swiss found him on Twitter and found out that he had the same amount of followers as their national team captain for the football. And they were like, who is this guy? And then they started looking and they realised that they've got a a superstar out in wrestling. So I hope that he can put wrestling on the map in Switzerland as well. Right then. 
Now we come to uh, the penultimate match. Uh, will it be main event or not? Probably not. And it's a shame, actually, because this on paper had been the match that I think we were almost most looking forward to on night one. But for some reason, they decided to insert a um, wine expert into this feud. And uh, it's sort of gone down, in my estimation. It's something I'm not really all in on. It's Banks versus Belair for the SmackDown Women's title. Ah, they did drop the ball on this one, gents. And I think a lot of that was down to the fact that there they booked a, a, a wine expert to be part of it and Banks was an ill-defined face slash heel bit more of a heel recently but is it too little too late possibly I still don't know if it will affect the result I still think Belair will come out on top and that is my prediction to, uh, Bianca Belair to win this match I think she has more legs in her as a champion going forward because I think Banks really needs to find out who she is and needs to just go with either a face or a heel character which she's been lacking since the Bailey feud really um, so that's my prediction Connor I feel like you're Point it, agreement. You hit the nail on the head. I don't know what Sasha Banks is. And the reason I don't know what Sasha Banks is is because Sasha Banks doesn't know what she is. And they have completely dropped the ball on this. Um, this week, I thought they did it perfectly when she tried to sneak attack. Why did they not do that a few weeks ago? Bill, you know, why was she not a heel longer before? I feel like it was all too late. Banks doesn't know who she is. Bel Air does know who she is. And, and, and that, that's it. That, that's it, really. So I'm going to 100% agree with you. I'm going to go for Bianca Belair. I'm so excited to see the EST's reign on, on SmackDown. I think she's got the legs. I think she can go a long, long way. And I just think Banks just needs to sit down with, you know, creative or whatever and just work out who she is. Her, her promos are too heavily scripted. There's nothing in there that's herself. She looks awkward, I find, a lot of the time on the mic. She looks like she's uncomfortable in what she's doing. Um, and it affects, it affects her all over the gaff, all over the gaff. We know how talented she is, but we don't know who she is. So for me, Bianca Bella, I completely agree with you, Andy, but I don't think it should main event. I'm going to put that out there as well. No, that's, that's fair enough. And, um, Rob, do you agree with Connor and I, is it going to be a, a new first time ever, uh, SmackDown women's title reign for Belair, the Royal Rumble winner, or is Banks going to uh, retain? What do you reckon? Um, I think it will be Belair, but I can easily see them keeping the title on Banks because they've completely butchered this storyline. No. So they've just done it so so badly. But I'm going to go with Belair, and I think it could be a case of Banks may go full on heel post-Mania. And you know how they love to carry on feuds for ages after Mania. Remember Shinsuke had like three more title shots at Styles. I, I, I was literally about to say, don't forget that when Shinsuke turned on Styles after their match, that was brilliant. And he went on a good, oh, decent excellent. heel run. Probably went on a bit. Remember, long, kicked him in the nuts. Yeah. Exactly. I think they'll do that. I want to do that. I want to do that. Obviously, Bella doesn't have nuts, but the equivalent, you know, kick her in the face. Because I, I did like Smackdown, I think. What are you going to say something I, else? I, I, love, I love Smackdown, <laughs> but there aren't... Um, there's not many... <laughs> women yet who are quite ready for to challenge i think for the title obviously yeah. i want to see sonia we could see some returns at mania after sonia. mania but um i think their feud could go on longer and i kind of want it to because it's been so poorly done it's picked up slightly over the last few weeks now that obviously <laughs> the women's tag team champions have decided to disrupt the other women's title feud they decided to get involved in that one but yeah, I agree with you. Banks just doesn't really know where she is. I still love her to absolute pieces. I'm a huge, huge fan of her. But Bianca Belair, I think it would be a missed opportunity if they didn't put the title on her. I think she is so, so good. And she knows where she is. She she is your classic baby face. I think the fans love her. I'm sure she will get a fat off pop. And she she's the future. And obviously Banks is far from done. But I think she needs to find herself. And yeah, I think having Belair with the title and then Banks just 
goes full on heel, which she just should because that's where she's at her best. At the moment, she's just kind of floating. Yeah, the last few weeks, the sneak attacks, which is so easy to do. They, they just this feud wasn't hard to do, and I'm still excited for the match because I'm they will they're both extremely talented. I'm sure it'll be a great match. But we went from when the Rumble when she won it to being saying this this could be the best match to thinking like well, Poison going to even main event night too, which I don't think it will. Either would be the match which we're going to come on to. But I'm so excited for it. But they just they just butchered it. Spanner's been so good, but that is the one part that has ruined it recently. But um, yeah, Belair for me to come out as your new SmackDowns Women's Champion. All right, beautiful stuff. And this uh, probably will be the main event. No guarantees. It's for the WWE title. It is Robert Lashley taking on Andrew McIntyre, uh, the former WWE Champion. And uh, you know what, lads. Again, is it, it's just been slightly underbuilt. I feel like, you know, Drew's uh, been elsewhere almost uh, recently. It hasn't really been... I haven't really felt the animosity between Lashley and Drew. Drew's felt like he's been fighting everyone. I think the Sheamus thing maybe went on too long. I mean, let's not forget, this was literally fast lane that uh, since the match has been really announced. And so, you know, it isn't a great deal of time to build a proper WWE title picture. But it's what we're going to get, and I'm sure they will produce a good match. And this is hard, slightly hard to call because a lot of fans are thinking, since McIntyre did not win the WWE title last year in front of fans, he might do it this year in front of 25K at Raymond James. Uh, whether that's deserved or not is for us to discuss now. So, Connor, can you see McIntyre winning the title off Bobby Lashley? And if so, is that the right decision? You know what, right? I couldn't until they split up the Hurt Business. And um, since they split up the Hurt Business, I now think he's going to win. I think that they're just going to go full poo-poo on Bobby Lashley. Wow. Because I, I, I just didn't understand it. Um, as you can see, I'm wearing my uh, McIntyre T-shirt there. And I think we're going to be taking a one-way trip to Claymore Country. I think Drew McIntyre will retain his WWE Championship. I would have liked to have seen him face The Miz personally and then have Lashley do his run later because I think Lashley deserves his run but I don't think he deserves it now I think he deserved it a little bit later down the line mm. um, I think it's going to be a great match I think it's going to be really really difficult to call I know the build-up hasn't been good but we know these two are going to put on the show we yeah. know these two are going to put on the show and that's why I would put this as main event because as much as we we get an idea Banks Belair is going to steal the show I think Mike Wise Lashley and Drew are probably better as well so you can add you can add that in as well a bit of trash talking things like that obviously you'll have MB, mvp there you know will shelton benjamin and cedric alexander potentially get involved you know you've got all these little outside things as well um but how, how can i go against you know british british born drew mcintyre scotland's very own so i'm gonna go for drew mcintyre thoroughly excited but it's one of them listen if bobby lashley gets him in the hurt lock and drew mcintyre taps out am i going to be going this is rubbish no i'm going to be very very happy and very very excited to see where it goes so as much as it's been built badly i feel like i'm in a boat of whoever wins i'm quite happy but for predictions wise i'll go drew mcintyre all right interesting stuff and um i'm personally going to disagree i'm going to say bobby lashley to win I feel like his reign is in its infancy and a big a big uh, win like this would really um, get him on the right path because let's face it, Drew's had a couple of reigns now and he's faced everyone. He's had some great, great matches at that time. He has, he has definitely been the COVID champion, but as fans come back, I understand that they might want him to have his big moment in front of the fans, but I feel like he had that at Royal Rumble, let's not forget, when he won um, yeah. the year before last. It was a big, big, big moment. You know, everyone was behind him and it was all very, very... Uh, fun and entertaining. I think Lashley, you know, put him in the hurt lock. I wouldn't have McIntyre tap out. I'd actually have McIntyre pass out 
Mm. And I back side win that way. So McIntyre doesn't uh, doesn't lose essentially, doesn't tap out, doesn't give up, but Lashley still uh, get, get, gets the dub in that one. And uh, Rob, close night, one out. What are you saying? Uh, if Lashley doesn't retain, then Raw is dead to me because <gasps> Raw. Uh, first of wow. all, I hate the okay. fact that they broke up the Hurt business. Yeah, absolutely. It was Hurt business was simply arguably the only good thing about Raw, and they've gone and put the pin in that and then they had Baron Corbin get involved. I'm led to believe That's Corbin... That's what worries me about, because I would have said Lashley, like yeah. you two, but the mm. whole breaking up of the Hurt business, I feel like they're just going to poo-poo him. Yeah. I, 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 It's a head and heart thing for me because my head says Drew, because I think they've done this with the intention of Drew winning it back at Mania, but I don't think they quite anticipated the positive reaction people would have to Lashley as champion. I think there are a lot of people, including myself, who think he should have a lengthy run as... um. WWE champion and I don't mm. I don't I mean I love Drew but do I want to see him win the title for a third time in the space of a year and I think Probably he's not. lost so much momentum I get you I get you uh the kill is just stupid um yeah I'm sorry but it is but this is the thing they're gonna have to hurt one of them like Andy I think having McIntyre pass out would be the best option. Safe option. I, just, I just don't want to see Lashley lose the title which is shit I love Bobby Lashley I think he's so so good they just shot themselves in the foot with this one. I'm sure it'll be a great match. Their match last year be. at uh, <laughs> Extreme Rules, I think, was very good. Obviously, that was when Lashley had only just been taken under the wing of MVP. But I'm so high on Bobby Lashley. He's come a long way since he got married to Lana about a year ago. He's come a long, oh, long wow, way yeah. since then. And MVP, hats off to the man. I thought he did a um, fantastic job on commentary. Don't know where Samoa Joe is. Uh, I want to see him back in the ring, to be honest. So There's rumours. Yeah, there's rumours the that he's training again. Yeah, I think I'd get him on SmackDown, though, get away from Raw. Want to see him going off the Roman, don't we? Want to see that Samoan bloodline clash. But sorry, I'm going off on one. But, um, oh, God. I don't know. I'm going to go with Lashley. Yeah. I am. I'm going to back. I'm going to back him. I've, I'm, I just want him to retain. I will end up booing Drew. Patience to say that, but they've, yeah. booked, they've booked him so horribly. I feel awful for the man I do, but I just don't want to see him win it again. I'm a bit tired of it now. Go off and do your own thing, Drew. But this is why I would have had a triple threat match. I would have put Miz in it. Put the and Miz you could have had it, Miz yeah. take the pin. I don't know why they've shot themselves in the foot. They really have. So but what do you, he needs to have his moment with Bad Bunny, Rob. Oh, you it's know, just stupid. That. It's just a mess. It just sounds like the mess. And he said, and he said, we have they're barely interacting with each other. Bobby's like, someone kill Drew for me. Are you killing yourself? Go and yeah. speak to him. That's not even clashed at all. <laughs> and one thing I wanted to say is Baron Corbin going to turn up? No. Apparently he isn't in the figure. I don't know why he turned up. You say this, Andy. No, mm. but he hasn't got a WrestleMania moment, does he? And Good. why would you in? Why would you insert him on Monday night? And then he also cut a promo on Friday as well, saying he's going to get his title shot. No. So is he going to? Is he? Gonna I, I, he can go to Raw. Just. Because SmackDown, oh, just, just get, get the good, just put him on. <laughs> Raw is dead. Just, just put him in there and just solidify how far it has fallen. For oh, our God. listeners who are listening, I don't think being Andrew's friend since the start of university, I, I don't think I've ever found a wrestler that Andy has disliked. Actually, a person that Andy has ever disliked more than Baron Corbin. He needs to fucking. Just, he needs I a really change cannot. of character. He still goes on about well. King Corbin. That was a year and a half ago, for God's yeah. sake. When he bought- oh, he's in the Battle Royal, isn't he? On Friday, probably. I think, yeah. isn't he? I, yeah. he's one of, he won the Andre the Giant before, back when he was interesting. Uh, but no, it's just very. Uh, yeah, he needs a change I of character desperately. Play. He really yeah. does. He's been going okay, around. Okay, so 
You two are going for Lashley and I'm going for yeah. Drew, yeah. That's it, correct. And that concludes cool. night one. It should be worth mentioning, lads, that uh, usually on WrestleMania have a pre-show where often like a battle royal would take place or some tag team titles would take place. However, night one especially is now, we know for a fact, is not going to have a pre-show. And that is by virtue of the fact that because we're returning to fans, 25K at Raymond James, uh, they want the first person to come out, the first match to come out to fans to be a moment, should we say, a WrestleMania moment. The yeah, fair enough. The of fans. And so whoever that will be, Bad bunny. Shut up. <laughs> will be. You say this, you say this, and then they do Hulk Hogan as presenting it. And it's like, yeah, well, I don't, I don't really care about that. It's just, I should have been. Fans aren't that keen on Hulk Hogan, Andy. My, um, the love of my life. Titus, they love Titus. Yeah. Who doesn't love Titus? Should have been I Bailey. Where is uh, Bailey? She's going to get a match. She's not getting a match at Mania. What's a well, joke? Not yet, not yet. You're like, she just might like, get one. We should remember that uh, it's the, we're not talking about here because we don't know it's official, but the women's tag team titles, it looks as though they're going to do some sort of multi, multi-match because you saw Rose and Brooke turn up on SmackDown. You saw Carmella. Naomi and Lana. Naomi and Lana. You saw Carmella have a little interaction with... Um, Billy Kay. Uh, Billy Kay, which I think would be great because... Yeah, awesome. does I love. Um, so we might see one of those matches take place, but uh, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. As for announced matches, though, on night two, we've got KO and Sami Zayn, Riddle and Sheamus, Biggie oh. and Hollow, Fiend versus Orton, Oscar Ripley, Reigns, Edge, Brian in the main event. So we're going to start with KO versus Sami Zayn with Logan Paul in the corner <laughs> of Zayn for some reason. Um, although I think he'll probably turn on, you know, and I is like he there? Him. Is Logan Paul going to be at yeah, he's at ringside. Yeah. Why is he in Zane's corner? I thought he turned. I thought he kind of went with Kevin Owens on Friday. I don't, but he is. <laughs> I like to see him take corner. That'd be hilarious. Uh, but um, yeah, it's it's Ko Zane, and they've had a long storied history. If you said this match would take place on Mania a few months ago, I've been oh, you joking? But actually, Sammy's starting to grow on me a little bit, and Ko, he is. everything he does is great. And they both deserve to work at each other on the grandest stage of them all. So I'm going to say KO for the win here. I could totally see Sami Zayn getting the win because he is an annoying little turd. And it's both men won their matches last year at Mania, didn't they? Uh, so, um, yeah, this could be an interesting match. Connor, quickly. I'm going to go for KO um, purely because I just I just like it when Sami loses because it just adds to his conspiracy in his documentary, yeah. which week by week I just enjoy more and more. At first I was like, what the hell is this? And now I'm like, actually, you know what? I quite like this. So I'd like him to lose. And then it'd be like, the, that's their big conspiracy. They made me lose on WrestleMania stage with Logan Paul there as well as witness. So I'm going to go KO. Rob? Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I'm glad Kevin Owens has got a singles match on the Mania card. I was worried, obviously, when his feud with Roman ended that he may not get one, but... Look, we've obviously seen it so many times before. I haven't seen too much of it, but I've been told by many people that they create magic in the ring. And that is what you want at Mania. They've obviously never faced up at Mania before. They've tagged in together against, obviously, Shane and Daniel not too long ago. But I'm excited for this match. I am. I really am. I think it's a good... It's such a match that has just been good. And I think Sammy, his character works so much better without the belt. He was going on about conspiracy theory while he had the Intercontinental title. I'm like, well, it can't be that bad. I mean, yeah. you're Intercontinental champion, my friend. But I think he's improved a lot. And Kevin is just, Kevin's brilliant. Kevin can work with anyone. In terms of stories, there's few, if anyone, better at being involved in a proper proper storyline. It has to be Kevin Owens for me to get to get the dub here and build momentum into Money in the Bank, which, of course, he has already mentioned in Talking Smack. Smack. Thank you. Smack. Thank you. <laughs> uh, next match, Riddle versus Sheamus. US title on the line. Not bothered about this whatsoever. I hope to hell they make it some sort of multi-man match, ladder match. Uh, you know, one of them get 
get Keith Lee in there, get, hey, Samoa Joe, that'd be epic. Imagine that, Samoa Joe returns to the surprise for the fans, gets a massive pop, wins. That's what I'd love to see. Uh, but otherwise, if it is just going to be Riddle Sheamus one-on-one, very quickly, boys. Uh, oh, God, what do you reckon, Verity? Uh, Sheamus. Because he's Irish. That's a human reason. so unenthused. <laughs> I, I get why it is very much just there because both men... Well, Riddle was always going to be on the card because he's US champ, but Sheamus, I feel like they feel bad because he's lost every match. I'm glad he's on the card. It's just that yeah. it's just that classic, oh, we don't know what to do. Oh, okay. The you champion's see? facing yeah. the challenger. Oh, let's make the challenger win so he can get a title match. Literally, yeah. That's, That is so, awful. I'll go for Sheamus. I'll go for Sheamus because he's Irish and he made Oscar look like a complete tit. Riddle, yeah. so that was hilarious. Well, uh, <laughs> that was, yeah, I go Seamus as well. Been a long time since he's had any gold in um, Mania singles, especially, and I still do love him. I agree, he's been slightly shafted recently. I think they kind of butchered the Drew Seamus feud. They get a good match for Fastlane, but um, I'm glad he's got a match on the cards. Still not entirely vested in Riddle, I never will be. And the fact he forgot his lines the other day is just <laughs> summed up even more. That I just I think he's a bit of a Hit. and obviously the people like Seth absolutely hate him I can understand I think I despise him I despise him I've never even met the bloke but um I hate the fact that you now get title opportunities by pinning the champion not only by pinning them but you give us the match that you were giving us at Mania two weeks before yeah why do that you idiot which is why I'm hoping they will add to it well, exactly what, we need a ladder the main match. event and the tag team match every single match on the, both cards are singles matches. They need a they need a ladder match. Why this, we haven't had a ladder match, else. Andy, since um the Hardys returned at WrestleMania 33. That was the last one at Mania. Wow. Remember how good they, the IC ones used to be? Yeah. They just opened the show. Ladder matches. Absolutely. But Money in the Bank used to be at Mania. WrestleMania yeah. Michaels versus Razor Ramon. I First ever ladder match. Class. Awful. If you can't they've built a lot of these matches horribly. If you can't build them properly, they give us exciting, fresh matchups. This isn't exactly one bit. I merely want Sheamus to win because I just want to see Sheamus get a belt again. And I think he deserves it because I think he has done some good work at times over the past year or so. And he's always been present. He's done brilliant service. And I think he deserves to be United States champion again. And Riddle's just an idiot, isn't he? So. Agreed. Full house, Sheamus uh, to win the US title. Unless we can see something else, uh, yeah. added, which I would prefer, but we'll see. Uh, Big E taking on Apollo Crews for the um, in IC title. Again, this is a match we've seen. I'm not not looking forward to it, but I'm not. This is you know a bit like the uh, the women's tag team title match in NXT. It's sort of like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, Big E taking on Apollo, who's Nigerian now. Uh, Biggie, I think, will win because is that dandy. Yeah, I, yeah, that's what he sounds isn't like. Isn't it? Isn't it like a, what's the stipulation? I will it? win for uh, my family. If Apollo loses. He can no longer talk with a Nigerian accent. That's that's not. It's, it's not a I drum something win. match. I have it? my is spear. It like a drum kind of. I thought they made it like an Af- African drum match or something, didn't they? What the hell is that? <laughs> I swear that's what they did. Not according to the official. It was just a singles match. Have I been? I think I baited on Wikipedia. Been <laughs> <there>. <laughs> on Wikipedia, I looked, and it said like. African drug match or something. <laughs> Someone's is... been editing. Yeah. <laughs> editing so it's just a singles page, right? match. That has, that's never existed, that kind of Oh, match. no, I feel yeah. stupid. Can you edit that bit out? No. no. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going for Biggie because he's he needs a WrestleMania win to legitimise his reign. That's my answer, and that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, Rob? Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I don't see why Cruz would win. As I said, his record is a zero and six, and Biggie is clearly being pushed to the top eventually he will be gunning for Roman Reigns and could be well be the man to take it off Roman Reigns in my opinion but that's not for a while yet but yeah I just wouldn't understand having him lose in front of fans at Mania and there's no disrespect to Apollo Crews because I think he has done well 
as a heel. Obviously, still getting used to that new accent, which I still find hilarious. <laughs> but, um, I, 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 this would be a good we'll try and bless him. We, yeah, that would be good. We, we, if we hadn't seen it before, obviously I'd be more excited because we've seen it so many times. But it has come full circle, I think, and this will be the end to their feud. You would have thought, and finally we can get other people facing Big E because it literally has just been Cruz so far for him, which is a bit dull. But there are matches worse than this on um, the cards. And like I said, I think it would be a good match. It could be a very good match. So I'm so excited for it, but it has to be Big E for me. Uh, Connor. Uh, yeah, Biggie for me. Um, I think I've seen this match too many times, really, mm. which makes me lose a little bit of interest. But Biggie is one of my favourite SmackDown superstars, so I'd like to see his reign continue. Good. Fiend versus Randy Orton. Uh, we've seen Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt before at Mania, which was not good. Um, Bray's had a really, really torrid time at Mania. He seems to not be able to buy a win. He lost to Undertaker, lost to Randy Orton. Uh, you know, he's had a bit of a torrid time, but... He's got a new character. The Fiend has uh, not appeared at Mania and not he kind of did last year, but it was a weird match with Cena. And now he's burnt, Connor. Right, you are. He is on he is he is on fire, uh, metaphorically charcoal. and literally. He is. And you know what? I like the new look. I, I, I like the fact we haven't seen too much of him. It's been oddly built, but I'm not not looking forward to it. I think it's, it has a place on, on the card and a place it will perform. Um, and you think with the crowd, if they get the lighting correct. It'll look yeah. really, really cool. I agree. And it'll be in um, freaking red. I hope it's not. Do you remember when they used to put all his matches in red? Please don't, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, Robbie, please. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm going for The Fiend because it makes all the sense of the world. Randy got the better of him in previous bouts. And I think Randy is the kind of guy who does favours and puts guys back over that have helped him in the past. And he beat Bray a few years ago. I think he'll give Bray the, uh, the rub here. So I'm going for The Fiend to beat Randy Orton. Rob? Yeah, Fiend for me. Uh, Randy loses at Mania too often. My last time he won was when he took the title off Bray. I don't know if they're going to draw on that. Probably not. They probably even didn't know that. I would have to look that up myself. But the issue of this feud, unlike the ones which have barely had any builds, this one has probably gone on far too long, to be honest. I think, obviously, while Bray's been dead after he was burned alive back at TLC, she's kind of been Randy and Alexa going back and forth. And I think they've tried their best, but I think it has dragged out at times. But I'm still excited for it i think it'd be a really really good match it's a wrestlemania worthy match obviously they have history which everyone knows about uh and yeah i think the fiend should get the dub he's been shafted at times but this would be a step in the right direction i'm disappointed miss bliss doesn't have a match i personally would have loved to see bliss and cross at mania if you look at some of the other matches that is more mania worthy than um some of the matches that are on the cards and i think bliss has put done some excellent work i think she deserves a mania moment i imagine she'll be involved in some extent, she's so been so heavily involved, but um, well, she might get she might uh, be in the women's battle royale, which she'd be a good shout to win that potentially. But um, yeah, I'm excited for this match, I am because I love the two of them, but it's got to be the fiend for me, as you said, Andy. I think Randy he's, he's a top bloke and he's happy to put over those around him, isn't he? That's why he's such a legend these days. But that's no, gonna be a very, very entertaining match. I'm going for Bray to get the win in this one. Connor, what are you saying? Yeah, boring. Sorry, I'm going to go for the fiend as well. Um, I feel like Randy. Or- I feel like Randy Orton is so cool and so high profile. He's like the only man. Like when he loses, I just go, "That doesn't hurt you." And no. I don't know why, but literally every time he loses, normally if it was somebody else, I'd be like, "Wow, this is a bit concerning." But every time Randy loses, I'm just like, "Ah, you're Randy Orton. You're still yeah. one of the coolest blokes. It's not going to hurt you." Um, and unfortunately, I think he is going to lose here think bliss and the fiend will play their mind games and they'll get the better of him because he got the better of um the fiend at tlc 
Good stuff. Uh, Raw Women's Titles on the line. Oscar taking on Rhea Ripley. I'm almost more excited for this one than I am Banks and Belair for some odd reason. Even though it's not been built, it's mainly the allure of Ripley. And finally, Oscar's going to do something and have a match. Will she lose, though? That's the question. Of course, she was booked so strongly at the start of her career in NXT and the start of her main roster career, losing to Charlotte Flair at um, a previous Mania. And then since then, she has had a bit of an up-and-down run. And her recent run as World Women's Champion has been appalling. By no fault of her own. She's had no good challenges. She had nothing to do. She's sort of just been there. And now she's been reduced to segments with Riddle, which she forgets his lines. And he just totally leaves her in the lurch. But she's going to take on I Ripley. I forgot what I was going to say, bro. Yeah. <laughs> We're live. Idiot. We're live, Matt. We're live. And uh, she's taking on Ripley, who, of course, herself has a bit of a mm. interesting history with Mania. She lost to Charlotte Flair last year for the NXT Women's title. So this seems to be the battle of the WrestleMania losers. Um... And I don't know. I don't know about this one. Rob, what do you think? Uh, I am going to go for a new Raw Women's Champion. I think Rhea Ripley is incredible. Uh, I don't, Obviously, I loved it when she just appeared in the minor title shot. It's not had enough build for me, but I'm excited for it, mainly because it's a fresh matchup that we haven't seen, and the two of them are so, so talented, and they could create magic in the ring. It's just disappointing there's been a lack of build. The build they're now doing for it is having the bloody um, women's tag team champions get involved, who should get involved in anything, apart from actually getting involved <laughs> with other women's tag teams, it seems, and obviously bloody Reginald's there as well. But I am excited for this match. I would have, of course, loved to see Flair added to make it a triple threat, because I think there would have been more of a story to add there because they'd all have history with each other. But I love Ripley. I, I think she's that good. And why not just put it on her straight away, elevate that women's division a bit? Because Oscar, she's had that belt since SummerSlam and it's not always her fault. If anything, it probably isn't her fault at all because we all know how talented she is, but she just gets shafted and she's improved slightly since she came back after obviously getting uh, ruined by Baser, which got clobbered in the head, which is just so, so painful. And then she obviously gets shafted in backstage segments by that idiot riddle as well. But um, yeah, I go for Ripley in this one. I think it's a good time to change the belt. And Ripley is is someone who deserves it. And we could be have um, two brand new, fresh-faced women's champions in Rhea and Bianca, which I'm all for. And I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm going to call it now. Becky Lynch is going to come out at the end of the match. Boom. You're going to bring her back. So. you got to you bring her out. If you're going to bring it back, it has to be in front of fans. Yeah, yeah we don't know when God, that's going to be. So. She needs to come I really back. Hope so. And obviously, if the idea of her, her and um, Ripley feuding is is incredible. And by God, Raw just need her. They, she need. Yeah. I mean, she's going to have to have the baby in her hands, and then the whole of Monday Night Raw on her back as well, because she'll be carrying it on her own. But yeah, well, yeah I'm excited for this seen, one. Yeah, Ripley is someone that needs to come in because she has. She needs to, the Raw Women's Division needs to just hit refresh and reboot. And unfortunately, to Oscar, that does mean dropping the belt. That's why I'm saying Ripley as well. Connor, very quickly, uh, do you follow Rob and my sentiments? Yeah, full house, fellas. Full full house, fellas. Rhea Ripley. I'm just so upset the way they've treated Oscar, the way they've what they've done with her. They've just ruined a a fantastic talent. And part of me just wants her to leave WWE and and go somewhere where she's valued and appreciated. Um, I'm waiting for that Oscar is all elite to come through on my Twitter page because. what's the point i don't know i'd love i'd love i'd love if if oscar listens which i'm sure she does i'd love her to come on here have a sit down with us three and tell us how she's feeling because she must travel into work every monday and just dread the script that she's going to be given maybe she doesn't maybe she's more happy-go-lucky and you know she, she loves her job 
but she must dread it because she's just used so sparringly first of all you barely see her and then when you do see her she's just used like shit and it's not her fault she's arguably the best women's athlete that they have in the whole of wwe people would argue that that she is and you just never see that and i I, hopefully you see it at wrestlemania against rhea ripley but i don't think she's going to win and part of me worries that that you won't even see that because she gets touched by a flipping table and is lying on the floor for about 10 minutes Mm. what's that all about you know it just it really gets me down and i don't want to i don't want to go too negative so i'll round it up here and i'll go rhea ripley at least she's got to defend they didn't just take it off her, which I thought they may well just give it to Charlotte and we'd have Flair Ripley. They may well have done that if Flair Charlotte's got COVID. Got COVID, yeah. hasn't she? So I'm guessing I'd be surprised if she I mean it's shocking that she probably won't be on the card, but um I don't mind about the singles match. But at least Oscar is defending. Would have been nice if it was a triple threat and then Ripley pinned Flair and like got her own back. Because I think yeah. they sh- I think they although Charlotte Flair elevated NXT and it gave NXT that push that it needed, I think they were I think they regret well, it. Would you, you would slightly. imagine um, so it would have been nice if she could have Flair will probably be first in line after yeah. Mania. Yeah. We'd look at Maybe it'd be nice if Ripley could get her own back. Yeah. Which again would totally refresh the division and give it the well. Yeah. Kick up the arse that it needs. Uh, but we've got there, lads. We have hit the summit. There we are. Main event time. This is really the, the, the match that is yeah. so excited. And it's been booked beautifully, I think. Yeah. It's been uh, all their eggs have been put in this basket, if you like, all the writers, especially. Triple threat match for the Universal title. Champion Reigns taking on the Royal Rumble winner Edge. And uh, Daniel Bryan has weaseled his way in there, but not in a bad way. I think in a way that we all have enjoyed and loved um, Edge. Great work as a heel now. Great commentary on SmackDown. Really, really good. He's found his footing. We said we needed, again, no pun intended, he needed a new Edge. And he's found that. And um, all of a sudden, Bryan, once again, like Mania uh, 30, is the you know underdog the baby face underdog going into this contest and uh, reigns has almost been in the peripheral if you like of this feud and the uh as the champion he, but he's always been there he's always been there and uh yeah this this could very much be the match that everyone remembers from mania and rightly so with all the men involved um connor we'll start with you who have you got for this one because this, this is hard to call i'm going for you think you know me <laughs> huge all right then well, I mean, yeah, it's a good shout. It's a very good shout. That's because... who I'm going for, Andy. I love it. Absolutely love him. He was one of my favourites when I watched when I was younger, and he is now. I mean, I just love the passion and the energy that he's proceeding. And it's his moment. I love Roman Reigns, don't get me wrong, and I think they probably will give it to Roman Reigns. But if you're asking me, I'm going for Edge. I, I just, why not? Why not? Ten years on, why not? He can go. I mean, that spear he hit on Daniel Bryan a couple of weeks ago. Oh, my word. And we haven't even mentioned Daniel Bryan. I mean, Daniel Bryan's got a great shout. I'm so, so excited for this match. I think this this, this is WrestleMania. This is a WrestleMania match built to perfection. And you go in. I remember at the start of this, <clears throat> and I was thinking, Roman Reigns, 100%. Like, there, wasn't, there wasn't even a doubt in my mind. I was like, Roman Reigns going in and he's leaving as champion. Now I'm sitting there going, oh, my goodness. I think Edge could do this. And then I think, oh, hang on a second. Daniel Bryan could do this. And, and that's what you want. You want that. You want that match and you want that match to be main event. Brilliant decision making it a triple threat. I, I know Edge, you know, probably be a little bit disappointed, but I think it'll raise his stocks as well. So really happy that it's a triple threat. 
but I'm going for edge, Andy. I, I can see it. I can see it. And 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 maybe people will have a go at me and they'll go, oh yeah, but he's old and you've got to look at, you've got to look to the future and you've got to start putting over younger people. I'll oh, fuck off. He's <laughs> quality. So for me, I'm going to go for edge. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, that's, it's a very good shout. And I, you know what? Because of the triple threat setup, I would always say that Reigns will not never lose until he faces the rock. You know, maybe a... 38 or whatever it's going to be. No, no, but, no, yeah, no, no, no. Mania 39 in LA when we're there. No. Oh. That's all oh, yes. see. But the triple threat means that he doesn't have to be pinned. Now, this is why Daniel Bryan, I think, has been certain of the match and has had most of his interactions with Edge because I very much can see Edge spearing Bryan for the one, two, three, and Reigns having nothing to do with it. You protect Reigns, you get Edge over. It's a difficult one. But I think I'm going to have to agree with you, Connor. I would always say Reigns, always say Reigns. But the way it's gone recently, the triple threat stipulation, the character work by Edge recently has been beautifully told and done and changed. And that is why I'm going to have to give him the rub. And uh, yeah, I'm going to say Edge to win the Universal title work with the main event at WrestleMania. Robert, your turn. I completely see where you're both coming from. Uh, poor Daniel is going to take the pin. It's a shame because I would, if he won, I wouldn't mind. But he's had that big when he won in the triple threat at WrestleMania 30. That was his big moment. And I know there are people who would love to see him win the title, but he's managed to get into this match. And I think that's enough for him. He doesn't need another long title reign. He's, he's done his bits, but poor Daniel is going to take the pin. Um, if Reigns does lose the belt, it's almost certain that he will win it back because he will main event WrestleMania 38 and WrestleMania 39, hopefully where he faces The Rock. I'm going to go for Reigns simply because I think his title reign could go on to become one of the greatest in the history of wrestling. I mean, if he carried it to WrestleMania 39, that would a thousand days or something, which would just be unbelievable. And I just think he's so good. But yeah, I can now the fact it's a triple threat, I can easily see Edge winning. But I just don't want to see Roman drop it. I don't want to see his title reign split up into two. I just want it. And he's, he's had it for 200 days or something. You still feel like he's just getting started. But obviously, Edge with this new Edge is um he's a threat. He really is, and it's between Reigns and Edge. Sadly, poor old Daniel. But this this feud has been done brilliantly, Andy. It's a proper WrestleMania main event. Yeah. It's three men who have all had time off through illness or injuries, etc. And it's probably well, it's pretty much the only match that's been brought properly. And I'm tuning in simply for that main event, Andy. I'm not gonna lie to you. The rest of the card is pretty average and it's been built quite poorly. But that main event on night two to steer us out could be incredible. Just give these three men the chance to take chunks out of each other. They work very well together. I am going to go for Reigns simply as well, just to be to not all go the same as well. But I just think Reigns is still getting started. And there are so many people, I've mentioned Rollins or Cesaro already, there's so many more people I want to see him face as champion. But I would have no issue if it was either the other two because they've all worked brilliantly together over the past couple of months but Roman Reigns for me Andy to leave Mania as champion with a huge statement of intent when he overcomes two former world champions of course so okay huge that's it then boys we've done it well done we We have have. managed to predict NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver coming your way this Wednesday and Thursday and Wrestlemania 37 coming your way this Saturday and this Sunday a double header and my word 
don't forget, lads. We'll, we'll be back to dissect all of that. It might have to do it in two separate editions, I reckon. I think we definitely will. I think um, this one's been long. So, yeah, listeners, we course, do apologise. And if you want to split it, the first hour is TakeOver and the second hour is WrestleMania. Yeah, absolutely. But do keep in touch with us, ladies and gents, on our uh, Twitter sphere and indeed Instagram. On Twitter, we're at Monday Night Gore, capital M, capital N, capital G. We're getting all sorts of polls out before and after Mania, getting your thoughts on the card uh, and as well for a takeover as well. Plenty to talk about. And uh, yeah, do stay tuned on our social media platforms, Instagram as well, all Monday Night Gore, lowercase, to get your feelings across. Because boys, we're going to be in for a long, long week. But I think it's going to be worth it. Plenty to look forward to. And thank you for joining us, Connor and Rob. As per usual, your your, uh, insight has been invaluable. And uh, we thank you all for listening as well. Wherever you are around the world, do enjoy this WrestleMania week. We have Raw, SmackDown, NXT, WrestleMania Hall of Fame, all that to look forward to and much, much more. So thank you very much for joining us, Rob, Connor, ladies and gents around the world. Do stay safe and we will see you next time.